0: What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another new, 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 new YouTube order. live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang.
1: And that's you.
0: For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to One Day a Night Rawski, yeah. the running ed- at <laughs> The longest running episodic program here on YouTube. You ain't here with the Bruce Wayne is. My microphone is off. The king of kings, the king of content, and the speaker of truth. Yours truly the Notorious One, a.k.a.
2: New,
0: new, 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 new Mr. World Cochellini, War. better known as the Prognosticator Kostradamus. And you're in the Desert Storm bunker with none other than EWF. That is every woman's fantasy. Also known as CG8, Sea God, Allah. in the 10 time, demonetized champion of YouTube. We got a great show for you today on Monday night. No more Monday Night Football. Although there's a national championship game going on, but we got a great show for you lined up. How love is marketed to men and why some of y'all ninjas will be, some of y'all ninjas be depressed that it don't work out for you. Yet it is unsustainable. We do desire that craving to feel love. And you might say, what about love coach? You might say, what about love? Well, Love does cost a thing, all right? And sometimes you guys want love in a certain way. You want love me in a special way. You elder barge ninjas want to be loved in a special way. However, I'm going to peel back the curtains on love and how love is marketed to you, goofy-ass ninjas. Yes, ninjas going to be clutching pillows at the end of this stream right here. You're going to be like... Coach is such a nihilist. Now, here's the thing. I want you stewy-ass ninjas. I want you to fall in love. I do want you to feel love. But, you know, we're going to talk about how it's unsustainable and what factors into love. Yes, we're going to break it down. Also, we're also going to bring you straggle and Snickle theater. We also have a segment. What do we have here? What's the segment called? Is this girl catfishing? We have a segment called Ain't Love Grand, which will feature, I believe, the story of Jason Momoa, once one of the sexiest men alive, him getting divorced. I'm not happy. (laughs) Him getting divorced. (laughs) All right. Um, And all of that. Somebody said you were called the incel for saying that. Well, I know. They're going to call me an incel. But I'm going to come with the statistics, the moons, the stars, the quasars. Ain't love grand, and we'll get to the main event. Do me a favor hit the like button on today's stream and also to contribute to today's show. Dollar sign the notorious CGA on the cash app, Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV, and PayPal. PayPal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams, and that be pinned to the top of the live chat on the free agent lifestyle channel. And you can super chat on the notorious CGA channel. Okay. New, 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 new. All right. All right. All right. I, I haven't pinned to the top of the live chat. But I'll do it now. We'll do it live. (laughs) All right, we'll do it live here. I didn't get it right. Okay, let me get it right now. Uh, What are we doing here? All right, uh, yeah, there we go. All right, we got it here. All right, there it is. Let me see here. Where is it at? Where is it at? Okay, all right, let me pin it to the top of the live chat. All right, it ain't let me pin it to the top of the live chat. All right, uh, let's see here. Love, who's in love? Anybody in love right now? Hey, am I still on? I don't know if I'm on here. All right. uh, Anybody still in love? Yes, indeed. Let's get to the earlier contributors. Albert Wesker says, take out. Young Gunner, Adam Carolla, now Jason Momoa getting the, I'm not happy. I'm not happy. Taking (laughs) out. Take, take, take out. All right. And what else? The contractor says, not the bang Whoa, 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 Yeah. All right. It's been to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. It is. It is. All right. Let me check what's over here. Uh, I don't think there's many up. Let me see something. I might be able to check over here. Oh, yep. There might be something here. All right. There might be something. And then we're going to get into today's show. Let me see what it is here. Let me get in the right order. What's going on here? Get to in the right order. Sorry, man. I had this stuff here. Uh, anybody send something? I don't know. I know, this is messing up my show. The computer stream is all slow. All right, uh, yep, okay, nothing over there. <laughs> all right, shout out to Macaroni Tony. They hate Big Head texts coming in left and right nowadays. Funny how things change. What, he says, where was this during my ready for the world days? Okay, you're an older gentleman. You're an older gentleman. Well, they be in a bind out here. They be in a bind. bind. Oh, man, I had another video I was going to share for you. Maybe I'll share it tomorrow. Uh, This ninja got in the friend zone. He got in the friend zone. It's all better. It's all bad. Shout out to JC. He says, Coach, um, I can't hear the show on because I'm watching the Michigan game. Just wanted to sit nuts down on all the Washington fans' heads go blue. Free agent lifestyle for life. Right now they win it. Right now they winning, but it's still early. All right, it's still early. No government name says, I was in love with my girl until I found your content. Uh-oh. <laughs>
1: hey,
0: man, it ain't my fault. It ain't my fault. Don't blame me. Shout out to Brown through but no says, I'm in love. Never mind. I just busted. All right, that pulse nut clarity. Real quick, we'll get you back in order. All right, we'll talk about it later here. But look, let's get Straggle and Sniggle Theater going. So we can get on with this show. Right, ride with me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 five
1: and the get high with me. That's a deal, right?
0: Straggling snickel theater, let's go hit that like button. Let me get my little slide up here. Straggling Snickle theater. We're going to start with this young lady right here. Take a look at this. You ever see these videos of slingshot? All right? slingshot where they have somebody go up in the air and they faint. Uh, we're going to take a look at this young lady here. I don't know what city this is. Is it, um, it says metro.co.uk. Maybe this is in the UK. Maybe it's in Orlando, Florida. I can't really tell. But uh, something's going to happen to this straggle, and you probably already know what is going to happen. Let's take a look. I think your wig on a roller coaster looks like? <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, Oh, no. Look at this. Oh, she fainted, but I don't know what's going to happen here. Oh, she, she drunk in love. Oh, she about to go out. Uh oh. Oh, look at my, no. my wig. My,
1: my, f- humanity.
0: my wig. Oh, what is that on your head? Oh, it's all sweaty. Oh, what losing you? Oh, no, my gosh, boys. Does she look different? You see that sweat underneath that? Man, that's. Ugh. Man, wigs are disgusting. Wigs are disgusting, man. She lost her whole entire wig. Oh man, look at this. She knew why did she attach that wig down? Man, look at this. And then she did faint. Oh, there goes she goes right there. There she goes. All right, there she goes right there. And uh yeah, the uh oh no, that's just that's terrible right there. That's terrible. All right, look, and there's a smile of euphoria, and uh oh, look at that right there. Take a look at Oh goodness oh man that's terrible oh no look at this oh the wig is gone and she tried to grab it but i think she's yeah that's yep oh she's sleeping too mouth wide open Uh uh-oh oh look at that what is that sock on her head what is that sock and why is her hair all purple i mean uh burgundy down there is that from the sweat i can't stand them little sock heads sock heads (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's terrible. Listen, hey, look. She the one volunteered for it. I didn't I didn't make her go on it. I didn't make her going on it. Alright, uh, that definitely looks like Florida. Alright, Straggle and Snicker going on. Snigger? All right, tra- Straggle and Sniggle going on here. Uh whose auntie is this? You put your
1: belly outside of your damn thing. let pussy,
0: nigga. That ain't belly. Oh, that's pussy.
1: Remember that when I lay down, it lay down. I get 10 pounds lighter when I lay down, motherfucker.
0: Oh, Remember that? Jesus. You just a hater on the sideline, bitch, because your bitch can't do this right, girl. Oh, oh no. Okay. She can't do what? What can she do? Show? What can she do? Oh, look at this. Don't break my car. Damn sure can't do this Oh, right look here. at this. It was hard you trying to do it. Get off my damn car, girl. Oh,
1: boy. Oh. Never that nigga, I... Get out the car, see, see, you finna fall, see, see, ya. Got good reflexes, good reflexes. You remember that. Oh, Come me, on, get, K. Oh, get to that, uh, I'm finna pull off. How you gonna pull, nigga?
0: Ooh. Oh my goodness. Game over. <laughs> <laughs> what did she say was in her midsection? What was she saying up there? That's Puducey up here? Oh. Put your belly outside of your damn thing. This pussy, nigga. That ain't Billy. All that's pussy. Oh, my goodness, Ninja, man. Yo, we can't take these people nowhere. We can't. Ugh, look at that gun. All right. I guess it's a gun. She said, All of that is what? This is a disgrace. All right. What's wrong with these people? Who raised these people out here? I'm looking at her like. Wait
1: a minute. Who are you?
0: <laughs> goodness. Oh man. Hey man. This is what y'all put on the internet. What a classy broad. Yeah, classy broad, man. I tell you. All right. I'm Jerry. Hey. She's a drunk. All right. Uh with Nickel Theater here. This is the uh uh famous internet couple who uh does pretty much normie humor and they get millions and millions of views on their normie humor. And uh what they do is they take a normal couple situation and then they make a normie video about it. And so here's a here's a situation here. Um he looks like he's going to pick up a prostitute, but of course, well, let's let him play it. How much to let me win an argument?
1: hundred. Get in. For $50 more, I won't tell you how to drive. Great. Every year I have to go to your family's house for the holidays. I want to spend the holidays in my house for a change. Is that so much to ask? You're right, baby. I'm sorry. Wow, you're good. What's your Venmo? Hey.
0: Oh, man. Oh, well, I must have to say here, I guess that's a a knee slapper. Oh, boy, he pulled up like he was going to offer her money for sex, but he actually offered her money to win an argument as a couple, and that's what he paid for. He's not paying for sex. He's paying her to win it. You get it? Oh, my goodness. What a knee slapper. All right. What a knee slapper. All right. Here we go right here uh let's play it again terrible how much to let me win an
1: argument hundred get in for fifty dollars more i won't tell you how to drive great every year i have to go to your family's house for the holidays i want to spend the holidays in my house for a change is that so much to ask you're right baby i'm sorry wow you're good what's
0: your venmo But I congratulate them as content creators right here. Oh, boy. You already knew it. You already knew it. Uh, The greatest short ever made. You already knew it, man. (laughs) The greatest short ever made. Oh, my goodness. That, you're right, baby, was better than any other favor she could have done for you. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha. Oh, boy. Uh, Right here. For real. Sometimes you just need to win. Oh, my goodness. Wait a minute. Eva and Javier are riotously hilarious. Excellent creative content. Always clever. Love you guys. So showing this to my wife. Send thoughts and prayers. <laughs> All right. Have never seen such tremendous acting in anyone on YouTube or any social sites. You both are marvelous. <laughs> you mean to tell me? All these years, I've been wasting my money on therapy when I could have just been doing this? Oh, boy. Okay. All right. Probably one of the funniest shorts I've seen. Oh, my goodness. Lord. Jesus Christ. Man, the Matrix is something else, man. Shout out to these content creators, though. Shout out to these content creators, boy. But I'm going to tell you, the Matrix is a mother sucker. All right. Who? These normies, he said, are these bots? I would hope these are bots. Genius. Lots of love, guys. Man, I tell you, man. I tell you, YouTube. Oh, now that's content. Now that's content. (laughs) (laughs) All right, what do we got here right here? It's worth every penny. Poor guy. Oh, poor guy. It's always the poor guy. Oh, poor guy. Oh, my gosh. You know, he has to put up with you. Poor guy. He'll never win an argument. Mm. (laughs) All right, man. I tell you Normie content is the shit. All right, Shrago's Sniggle Theater goes on. Uh hold, hold on for a second. Let me get Let me get uh remember the guy in Las Vegas. He jumped over the the judge and he attacked the judge. Well, yeah. I got my I got age restricted by that. But remember the guy, he jumped over the judge. Well, this ninja has round 3. There he is right there in the upper right hand corner. That's the guy right there. Um he is back in court and look how they got this ninja. Look how they got this ninja looking like Hannibal Lecter with the spit, with the spit uh netting on right here. And the ninja was in shackles and chains, as I thought. Came in like Toby, like a runaway slave. Let me see if I can picture it right here. Uh, the ninja came in. Look how they got this ninja. Hold on for a second. Let me see if I can put oh, wait a minute. That's the wrong thing right there. Let me see if I can pull it up. They had this ninja come in like a monster, like the goddamn. Uh anyway, a uh, old slave movie. Let me see if I can pull it. There he is right there. Look how they got that ninja coming in. He jumped over. Oh, he's sniggling right now. But look how they got that ninja. Look out. All these bailiffs. All right. Ain't nobody jumping over the ta- and they go to the judge right there after she took a beat down. <laughs> she took a beat down. All right. Here it is right here. Mary Kay. And uh there it is. Look at this ninja. Slave ass ninja. All right. Yeah. All right, look, look, they got him in the shackles and chains, waist around. They got his hands in a little mitt. His ass about to go to jail, don't you know? Uh-oh, who, is this his mama? That's his sister. All right, look at this. That's his sister. All right, uh, he was a good man. He ain't never hurt nobody. Him, did n- him didn't do nothing. Him didn't do nothing right there, ass ninja. All right, by the way, they got him for attempted deletion. Man, almighty. They put an attempted murder on his jacket. Wow, that judge ain't playing. Attempted deletion? All right, come on, man. That was assault and battery. I saw the video, but I wouldn't do it. I mean, y'all jumping on top of judges, and uh they got him for attempted murder on the judge. woo we Take a look right here. Just look at the charge right there. Man who attacked Las Vegas judge... Faces new charge of attempted murder. Mm. Damn. He going for the long ride. I don't think he getting out. It says right here. He says right here. He was in sentencing for charges of attempted battery with substantial body harm. Additional charge. A new file this week. A new charge of attempted murder. Appeared on his court docket on Monday. Look at this, Ninja. And... Mm. According to the relatives, they say he just got out of jail. Wow. Judge got that ninja, man. Sending his ass up the deletion. They gonna get the book thrown at that goofy ass ninja. All right, uh, anyway. Uh next video here. <laughs> Remember the video I showed you of the love surge where the guy was like he he had his he had his Mouth wife and he wanted to have sex with her, but she had his ass on the leash. And he was like, and when I want to have sex and I'm feeling a little frisky, um, we do a love surge, and I just get it, mm, and then we hug, and then we do a love surge. Remember that? All right, the love surge video. Well, this isn't them, but this is an example of a love surge, all right, right here. And this is what old people have to do to fall in love again. I don't know what tantric yogi got them together but take a look at this take a look at this oh this is what y'all gotta do to get the, oh, the humanity. you gotta keep the love flowing look at this oh my goodness what in the hell is mm. he teaching them how to love Sirs, look at this oh my goodness this is crazy michigan scores a touchdown this might be a runaway game right here but what the hell Look at these! Oh, just to get a direction. All right, try some Viagra. Try, try the junior college. Oh, the humanity. Look at this, man. Y'all, oh, we're gonna get close to. <laughs> man, I refuse, ninja. I refuse. And why is he touching me? Pause. Hey, man, stop touching me.
1: Hey, yo, chill, son. Hey, yo. Why is he
0: rubbing, tickling my back? Why is he grabbing her titty too, man? <laughs> This is what y'all love ninjas be trying to do, man. Let's reignite the spark. <laughs> why is he touching on me?
1: Hey, yo, chill, son. Hey, yo.
0: <laughs> yeah, let's reignite the spark. Let's work it. <laughs> <He, laughs> man, why is he rubbing on my damn head like this? This is Great Stone. Don't, don't stop touching me, nigga. Just try to get me my uh what do they call it? When you get the chills, he didn't touch their titty on the side. Wait a minute. This is just, wait a minute. Did he touch her titty? All right. Sexual assault. Right here. Right here. Right here on the side. Where's it? Where is it at? All right. Hold on for a second. I missed it. Oh, wait a minute. All right. I'm pressed press the wrong button. Wait a minute. I'm trying to get the titty touch right there. There it is right there. Right there. Wait a minute. Did you cut my eight, but my, my wife's bra? <laughs> Who wants this? Who wants this shit right here? Is this what y'all want? Is this what type of love y'all want right here? And what kind of beta male gump? What kind of beta male gump? (laughs) Look at this gumpy! Oh my lord! Oh Jesus! And she a thought too? She a old thought? Oh man! A love (laughs) surge. <laughs> Look at this. Man, just catch me at the JUCO. Look, honey, I'm going to the junior college, man. I ain't got no time for this shit. Y'all want to be in love, right? <laughs> oh man. This is terrible, man. I refuse. I'm gonna go right to the JUCO. Get me a flatback Supreme. her toes curling. Game over. <laughs> All right. I'm curl toes mm mm He said they from Seattle, oh Jesus, all right, next one here there's a male scripper, and uh, it's a black male scripper, and he says black girls have more odor down below and between their pants. A male scripper says black girls have more odor down there. Is this true? Is this true? problem I have, see, white women, even though they, they might be freakier, they don't have no problem with down there. I ain't never met a white woman yet that had a problem with our women. When I do parties, this is my MO. When I go down there, if I come up real fast, that means that she ain't smelling too good. It's more than half of so the party saying party that I like women that. women
1: have a, a hygiene problem, but white women, are right. more, they're more uh, pleasant down there. Yes. Yes. Really? Uh, totally. Kid you not, bro. I can't make this up. And that's my biggest problem with our women. Bad. It's more light skinned women though. It don't even be the big women. Big women be good be good. It's the light skinned women. Light skinned women is filthy. Bad. It'd be the bad ones too. You would you that you least think that it would be.
0: Black women the only problem I have, see, white women even oh, right. though they, they might be freakier. All right, so um I think this is the beginning of the clip. This guy is on here saying that black women have more odor between their legs. Is there um I'll tell you my opinion here in a minute. Anybody else experiences press a one. I, you have to have dated interracially. All right. Even white guys answer it. If you've had some bad winches, I mean some black women um, press a one in the chat. If you believe that's true, if that means you've had to have dated multiple women, right? Women of other races. And uh, even if you're a passport, bro, press a one in the chat. If this is true. All right. If this is your experience, And then, you know, uh, if this is not your experience, press 4 in the chat. Press 4 if you're like, nah, because somebody said it's the opposite for him. Press 4 in the chat if it's the opposite, and then I'll tell you my experience with it. I'm going to tell you. Oh, man. They got that nappy, snappy, nappy dugout down there. All right, it'd be musty down there, the snappy, nappy dugout. Oh, should we do a poll? Okay, all right, we'll do a poll. We'll do a poll on Shrackle Sniggle Theater here. That might be easier, because then we can see the number here. Uh, True, the snappy, nappy, dugout. Snappy, nappy, dugout. Shout out to Ice Cube. All right. Is this true? True or false? Or false? Let me see here. Uh, I'm going to put true, false. There we go. Just to make it quick. Quickie. The snappy, nappy dugout. I'll put a poll over
2: here, right here. And then I'll tell you my experience. <laughs> True or false?
0: All right, there we go right there. Uh-oh. And B-Dub's got to be back. Uh-oh. Michigan about to run away with this game. It's about to get a block. They're gonna Get a block. They about to get it. Okay, boy, oh boy. Um, Snappy, nappy dugout. Now, here's my opinion on this. Here's my opinion on this. I think it's mostly true. It's mostly true. Um, You know, somebody mentioned the shaving the hair down there might help. Sometimes that actually brings out the funk. And he said light-skinned women be out here funky. Now, I will say, one of the baddest light-skinned chicks I was with had the funk meister. Like, it smelled like a skunk. And I'm like, you ain't never going to have nobody eat that, Puducey. Nobody ever going to eat that because they would smell like Like, this woman, and she was bad as hell, younger. She was young back in the day, all right? I'm hoping she cleaned up her act. But this woman smelled like a skunk. Like, it was terrible. Like, it was on me for weeks. I couldn't even get that shit off of me. She had that skunk on her. It it was like a defense mechanism, meaning that, like, it was like if you had a girlfriend and you had, like, let's say you cheated on your girl and you screwed this woman, You would not be able to hide that you had sex with this woman. Like, you would not be able to hide. You would have to come home and tell your girl you cheated. You would have to come home and tell your girl you cheated because there ain't no way. You will walk in the door, and you'd be like, baby, I got to tell you because you can't get none of that off. You can't get none of that off. Yep, she put that on you. She put that anti-cheat mechanism on you. Like, she must have something in her blood, like a skunk, a gland, that she released the funk to make sure. Because if you screw her, you definitely ain't getting no other punani out here. Yep. Mm. It would be all in the beer, Ninja. You would have to douse your face with gasoline. She was stinky. And recently, one girl at the Juco. All right. She was an underage 21-year-old. <laughs> right. Um, She was funky. I was like, damn. Light skin. Another light skin. So, um, listen. I've been... I've been with some other women that stunk, too, so it wasn't just that. And all pea-sleeves stink to the to an extent. But these people be out here, there's some people out here with a damn skunk and they junk. All right, most people say 74% mostly true. 74% mostly true, and there's some reasons. Everybody's like, oh, if she has more sex, pH balance off. But a lot of it sometimes is musty, like an underarm pit. And you get down there, you like... Poof. Dude, this one, this one, like, this one Juco girl came over, slept, uh, hit that. She jumped in the shower, came out, and still stunk. I was like, how the hell you get out the shower and I still smell? <laughs> it's, mm. All right. Whew. There is no way in here. Hell yeah, man. Oh, I was like, wow. Y'all ready for this? Sent her ass home. She hit me up. She said, Hey, daddy. Damn, daddy. And I was like, No, Moss. No, Moss. Disgusting. And then just, man, oh, man, just terrible. Man, yeah, man. Sad. All right. Straggle and Theater. I think I have one more. I think I have one more. Straggle and Theater. Theater. Uh, somebody out here. Is this Dallas? Dallas again. Oh, I got to turn down the volume. Dallas again. Take a look at this. Which one of y'all nasty boys out here about to get this?
1: Oh, that's nasty.
0: That fit and all and the meth is going... Cr- oh, 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 wait, wait. Oh, 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 my God. okay mm. <laughs> God. <laughs> Holy mackerel! This woman right here, she still went to twerking out here. Oh, she didn't lost her job. Look, the script Oh my lord! This is boy the light skin. You know, the, it's funky enough out here. It's definitely funky. Hey, it's getting fun. It says Dallas. I know it looks like it says Detroit. That's what I made that mistake before. It says Dallas retrofit. <laughs> what is she doing? Oh man, and she got a joint in her mouth. Yeah, she gone, but, hey, look at them saggy waggies. Oh, my goodness. Ooh, ninjas are still going to hit. All right, who going to still hit? Who's still hitting? You be like, Coach, she thick. Look at them things, boy. They drooping all the way down to the woo. Look at that belly deli. Look at them saggy waggies. Oh, man, shout out to y'all. Holy moly. <laughs> you can get her for free. You going to get an STI for shiggity. All right, that's Struggle on Sniggle Theater. Like hey, with me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like five fifty on the You can get high with me, that's a deal, right? Strike on Sniggle Theater, man. Do me a favor, hit that like button. Hit the like button. Smashing, y'all smashing. I know you are gonna smash. Nasty <laughs> girls in the house. Well, what happened? She was in her drugs. Shout out the most hate. Chris says I heard arranged deletions has something to do with the smell. You oh okay, so you're saying somebody mentioned that earlier too. Okay, you said if they if they um you said if they um have what we call it early terminations of pregnancy. Is that what you're saying? So if they had an early ter- wait arranged deletions, you mean early terminations of pregnancy can affect pH balance? Can affect the smell? Mm, I better look out for that. I'm going to watch out for that for sure. Oh, that's disgusting. But yeah, y'all ninjas ain't. Yeah, the funk of 40,000 years. Really, it's all supposed to have a little funk on it, but you want to make her toss her in that shower. Disgraceful. Women be like, mine don't stink. Oh, you know what, Tang? I wish I could find that granny that said her pull don't stink. I was supposed to sound clip it. I was supposed to clip it. I don't think I can find it. Of the granny, she was like, my punani don't stink. Let me see if I can find Oh, I think I might find it. Yeah, she was like, my pun- Uh, Yeah, she was like, mine don't. Oh, I found it. <laughs> Just your luck, I did found it. Uh, here it is right here. Let me see if I can get it playing right here. Pop it up on the screen. She said, my
1: pussy does not ever stink. Oh, my God. Well, now it don't. I mean really? Oh, well, we're not really going to have this conversation. My, my, my pussy does not ever stink. 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 Oh my god. Oh, the well, humanity. I mean really? Well, we're not really going to have this conversation. <laughs> my pussy does not ever stink. My
0: Pussy does not ever stink. Look at her face. Even after 83 years, she out here. Yeah, that brother's starving. Even after 83 years, she still believes that it never stinks out here. She convinced, all right, Joe Biden, uh, mama out here talking about, yeah, she like, she said,
1: My pussy does not ever stink. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh, man. Man, the circus is real. And she like, mine never stink. It's probably smell like piss, too. Piss infested. <laughs> this is getting out of hand, ladies. So, ladies, this is how delusional you are. Not even granny. And they're like, granny, you know she got dementia probably. And they like like, uh, uh, granny, we ain't going to talk about this here at the table. We don't want to know. We don't want to know nothing about your punani, please. That peace leave, 83-year-old peace sleeve she talking about. <laughs> All right. Anyway, shout out to David C. Says, thanks for everything you do, coach. It is, de- it is deeply appreciated. Reverend X is now my spirit animal because of you, free agent lifestyle for life. I don't give a fuck
1: what you think, bitch. Cut that bitch off. Yeah. Let's
0: call. Shout out to you, man. Appreciate you. That's what I should have gave her to Reverend X. I should have gave her to Reverend X. Acting like that, man. She nasty. All right, we got uh, we got uh, Chris Jericho, CGA. I was in your city last weekend for a well-deserved vacation. I saw the Michael Jackson show. Great show. And he says, then got invited to the Raiders Black Hole party by the essays. He says, while at the Raiders party, I talked up a pretty Latina That returned to my hotel. The best part was that her homegirls were pushing her to leave, saying she needed it. Got it that night and in the morning and hit her with the aftercare Viva Las Vegas. My man got him some Latina. All right, shout out to you, man. It ain't even Tuesday. It was like, send her out there. She probably got a boyfriend. She probably got a boyfriend. You know she got a boyfriend. They was like, she needing it. She probably been sitting in that Poonani. She got stories when she was in Vegas and my boy Chris Jericho. <laughs> sent her back. Where's she from? Don't say it. Sent her ass back to San Antonio. Sent her ass back to San Antonio, walking bow legged, beat it up in the morning. Sit there with the aftercare. Get on, man. Yeah, these girls out here in these streets in Vegas.
1: In these streets.
0: As they say, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. That's Vegas out there. Yes, it's the devil out here. And it ain't even, it's not even Tuesday, y'all. It ain't even Tuesday. Chris Jericho out there clapping Vegas Latinas. (laughs) All right, he hit her with the lion tamer. Yes, put it on her. Put it on her. She was happy, too. She probably was smiling from ear to ear, grinning. (laughs) All right, Macaroni Tony, as a fellow coach, I must say sometimes one group just typically, wait, one group just typically exercises B.O., and the other group smells like a fish market. Well, Punani stinks, yeah. It stinks. But, you know, you're supposed to like it. You know, we're, we're drawn to it. We're drawn to it. It's pheromones. But when you sober up after you bust, you start smelling it, and you be like, what was I doing with that? No government name says a BW took her draws off in my car one time, and I had to roll the windows down and hit the highway to remove that funk. It was a will not clap moment right there. Yes. Ugh. He's like, disgusting. Disgusting. Yes, man. This, some girls out here got it funky enough. But uh, there's nothing they can do about it. There's nothing they can do about it. I mean, they can do something about it, but it might be too far late. Shout out to Down to Stand Up with the co-sponsorship. I'm He says, all it took to unsustain eternal paradise was an apple. Many times, love can be out the window in 144 characters or less or less. He says no three Oh fours in 2024. Just like that. Just like that. You guys fall. You guys fall out of love on some goofy stuff. And then you make up the love. You rekindle the love. Shout out to you for that co-sponsorship. Okay. Y'all rekindle the love. It's a whole damn crazy thing out here. Shout out to Dr. Thunder. The doctor says here to support you, bro. Good to see you. Doc, Doc Thunder in the building. Our brother, our residential doctor. Well, he's not a doctor, but he's an engineer doctor. He's a musical doctor. He is. Last one, face fact, says better looking BW have odor issues because they aren't taught hygiene by their mothers just to sabotage her. Wow. Oh. It's crazy. That's rarely a time where I meet up with a woman and she has no odor. Like, you know, it's like not like a sustaining order. There's always going to be. I mean, it's between your legs. It's like an armpit all day long. You know what I mean? That's why they leave back in the day. They used to say, oh, we're going to go to the bathroom and freshen up. And then they go in there and gossip, do lines of coca, smoke some weed, drop some tablets, some pills. All right. Take some ecstasy or some Molly. They go in there and cry and, and bitch and gossip over you, and then they got to go in there, and they got to their, They, they got to they gotta spritz their little thing out there. Out there. They got to spritz their little thing because you about to go home and beat it up. They're like, oh, let me take a moment. I got to freshen up. They had a funny commercial that I refused to play because it's so, it says, uh, it, it says the C word, which is the C-U-N-T word, and uh, that seems to be a word that rubs people the wrong way, even in our world today, but they used to have to spray their little Yep, get the, get, the, get the little cloth, get a little soap and some odorizer. Get that, get that thing and go freshen up. <laughs> All right, y'all just need to freshen up too, but that's neither here nor there. But pause, here we go right here. Hey,
2: yo, damn,
0: hey, yo. Go freshen that thing up. All right, I think that was it. We're ready to go back to the show. Ah, we are ready to go back to the show. What's the next section here? Is this girl catfishing? Is this girl catfishing? Uh, we're gonna start with this right here. Some of you it says right here. I don't know what this means. G R W M. I don't know what this means. First date. I think you guys talked talked about it. This is a woman. I won't embarrass her. It's G R girl without makeup. Girl with I can't. What is G R? It says guys. Seriously, wish me luck as she gets back out there. All right. So this woman, take a look at her. She definitely about to look like Master Splinter. You know how these white girls, these flat-faced white girls, where their face be flat like an iron press them on the side, like it'd be super narrow? But take a look at her without makeup. All right, let's go ahead and see her transition here.
3: I'm here again, going on a first date. Ooh, a lot of flowers. All- <sighs> Hair, eyes, face, contour, highlight, lips, powder. Let's brush out the hair. Let's go get dressed. I'm getting excited.
1: Lotion, oh, these really sexy socks. Oh,
3: boots, sticking on the lotion. These earrings, this bag, added a couple of gold rings. On my stubby fingers and even though i'm already sweating i'm gonna do this coat here's the final look wish me luck
0: oh no mm, man Ah, uh, she don't look too bad with all her makeup on she definitely looking a little muskratty she definitely had her master splinter moment right here she don't look too bad all dressed up i mean you know you definitely would be like oh she's decent she's a decent looking girl i wouldn't say she's hot she be a a good nerd girl a nerd girl dressed up right there definitely on some sloppy yogurt and uh there it is wish me luck okay well wow but look at that holy moly brothers you're the humanity. that is one hell of an wow so this is what <laughs> jesus she looking like thriller ninja she looking like the undertaker That's terrible right there. Uh, But that's what you get right here. This is what your wife looks like when you marry him. This is what you look like when you marry him. And then this is what she looks like all weekend long when you are your girlfriend. Look at that. All right, man. Let's take a look here. This is a look at this. God dang. She looks 40 years old. 40. And you can tell she's young. Man, anything to put on the Internet. Man, I tell you, women go through some shit. This is why they want y'all ninjas to pay for dates. Look at what they go through just to get the little hair off they face and look like they're fresh. Oh, woke up like this. All right, look at this. Oh, she got it in her nose and whatnot. Okay, this is normal. All right, okay, there's a master splinter. There's the master splinter. And, uh, by the way, she put this on the Internet. She put this on the Internet herself. Do not blame me, brothers. (laughs) Party girl. Yeah, she definitely lived the party phase. She definitely lived the party phase. All right, it's getting better. All right, there it is right there. All right, I mean, it's not even that good, to be honest with you. It's not even that great. I mean, I'm not wild by her. You can tell she definitely got that damn funeral parlor makeup on. Matter of fact, I do know how she looks like. It just strikes me right now.
2: Um. Let's see
0: here. It does it does remind me of something right here. Let me see if I can see it. Yeah, right there. Am I tripping or no? Nah? Am I tripping or no? Nah? Let's go back and see. There she is right there. She definitely looking like Paul Bearer. Yeah or no? Yeah or no? Yeah. Probably. (laughs) All right, probably right here. Oh, man, take a look at this. All right, now she looks good right here, but that's the lighting. But that face is very white. All right, yeah, man. Okay, not looking too good without the boots here. Stock factory issued. I mean, I call it stock factory issued. There's nothing spectacular about her, this one right here. There's nothing. And by the way, she put this on the Internet right here. Nothing very special about her until I mean her fashion sense does give her an upgrade. Her fashion sense does give her an upgrade. But wow, when you think about this, and wait till she twi- Okay, all right, she looking good right there. She says she's sweaty, so you know that box is sweating. And there it is. Wish you luck. There it is, right there. That's what she looks like right here. And then, wow, man, we gotta, mm, we gotta do something about this ninja.
2: Yeah. Uh-huh. Man, this is terrible. By the way,
0: somebody says, and men are and men only changing his underwear in preparation if we're lucky. Okay. All right. This one says makeup should be illegal at this point. You cheated him before date. <laughs> right, right here. You cheated on him before the date. All right, uh, there's a uh, simp in here. Of course, it's a ninja. You know he coming a simp. This ninja put on his cape out here. He put this It says, "Dear men, most women wear makeup. the fact that y'all y'all are on here commenting on it and talking ish, let me know you haven't woken up to many." And he put the laughing emoji. Why do ninjas simp? Ninjas love the simp. Ninjas love to e simp as if you're gonna get some e punani, and he bet you, I bet you, he feels good about his six thousand uh little likes there on this post. How many followers he got? Eight thousand. All oh, ninjas love simp. to simp. Captain, save a whole ass ninja. I, I hope she jumped in your DM so you can wake up to this. Oh, you, you, it's because you not getting none. You never woke up to a woman, and you ain't getting no play out here. Ha ha ha. It's always the simp. Ay, ay, ay. And that's right there, ladies and gentlemen, is simping. I know you'd be like, well, what's simping? That right there. That is a cal- Yeah,
1: that brother's starving. Yes, sir, brother.
0: <laughs> that's classic gorilla simping. That is monkey simpanse simping. Right there. That's it. That's simping. <laughs> it's always one ninja. All right, you know what the hell's going on. You ain't stupid. Ain't love grand. Next segment here. Ain't love grand. Here we go right here. Sad news right here. I hate I don't celebrate divorce at all. It's a hard thing to do here. Lisa Bonet files divorce from Jason Momoa. And I probably spelled that wrong on the thumbnail. Files divorce nearly two years after announcing split. I announced the split two years ago, believe it or not. I know you guys think I came, I, I just came up and started making content. But Jason Momoa, I don't know if you guys know, he's Aquaman. At one point, John Legend picked Jason Momoa as the sexiest man alive. John Legend, are you serious, bro?
1: Hey, yo, chill, son. Hey, yo.
0: All right, John Legend picks Jason Momoa as the sexiest man alive. Okay, take a look at this. Um, Yeah, man, the beard does help. He looking like a $2 Roman Reigns here.
1: Acknowledge me. All
0: right. And uh, he did get out of shape, and everybody mad mad critical of him. Yeah, the Aquaman. And I don't know if you guys know, um, his movie, The Aquaman, uh, just was released December 2023. I don't know. Did y'all see it? Mm. I didn't see it. But, yeah, man. Guys, these men are losing in divorce out here. Like Aquaman, Jason Momoa. Not only that, previous week, Chris, not Chris Hemsworth, was that his name? Thor? Chris Hemsworth got divorced. Mm. Y'all ninjas, man. Hey, man, Chris Hemsworth got divorced. You can't win. You guys got to watch out, man. It's very difficult to stay married to these women out here. They be having some crazy-ass thoughts. Now, Lisa Bonet and Chris Hemsworth, wait a minute, Uh, Jason Momoa and Chris, not Hemsworth, is that his name? I think that's his name. They all married older women. They both married older women, and they thought it was going to work. Well, that didn't work out for them. Everybody's like, older women don't play games. I got to get me an older woman. (laughs) Right? I got to get me an older woman. And so these young dudes get older women to kind of get into the industry or whatnot, and younger women be divorcing them and running to the bank too. Oddly enough, oddly enough, wait, that's Paul Bearer and Lisa Bonet looking like Paul Bearer right now. Oddly enough. Henry Resilient said, um, the check for Aquaman just hit. And this is what happened to Nia Long and that guy from the uh, Emmy Yodoka. They settled the divorce after Emmy gets the Houston job. See, if Emmy Yodoka would have set out another year, they wouldn't have finalized their uh, child support. But because he got hired by the Houston Rockets and got on contract, then they finalized their divorce. I'm sorry, they finalized their child support. And oddly enough, Lisa Bonet waited until the release of Aquaman, waited till he got his paycheck, and then pulled the divorce ripcord. Mm. When I tell you men are in love and women are in business, they are savvy when it comes to getting free money. Why didn't she divorce him? She was sitting, he was sitting on the shelf for two years. She said, let me wait a little bit more. And then once that check clears, thotting and plotting, then I'ma hit him with that divorce. Same thing with Neil Long. The guy, the the basketball coach, Emmy Yadoka, was out of work. In fact, I don't even think he was getting paid um, while he got fired. He, He was fired for cause. So he was getting no paycheck. So she had no reason to settle the divorce. She waited till Emmy Doka got hired by the Rockets and then, and then filed on a ass. That's crazy. Jason Momoa, man, say it ain't so. I'm pretty sure he's been in these streets and at the JUCO. And they've been split for two years. But she had to wait to get that chiggity check. She officially filed for divorce from Jason after two years of separation here. Bonet, age 56. All right, age 50 freaking six, and she filing divorce. This is a great divorce. List the couple's date of separation as October 7, 2020. Well, she might she might not get it since that. She might not get it if they do list it as the date of separation, and the date of separation is important because that does reflect the end of the, the, the community property. That does reflect it, so she might not get the latest check. And it says right here, according to court docs obtained by U.S. Weekly, Bonet is seeking joint physical and legal custody of her children with Momoa. And neither party is asking for spousal support. All right. So she said, I got my own damn money. I don't need your money. Momoa, age 44. So, man, what a why would you do this? 44 and she's 56. (laughs) All right. Yeah, they got children. Like, how old are their children? I don't like to talk about the children, but let me see here. They have a 16-year-old and a 15-year-old. Okay, so that's pretty much kind of like my children's age. But my ex-wife still took me to court, right, trying to get child support for, like, the last year of my daughter's childhood. So 16 and 15, and it says right here, she was previous. Okay, we don't care about all that. All right, they went on social media. All right. And they had a statement. Who cares about that statement? Uh, where is the love? Where's the love, y'all? And these people were in some spiritual love. Yeah, she got that Lenny Kravitz child support. She should be good. It's crazy, man. It's nothing lasts. Ain't love grand. Well, if love is grand, divorce is 100 grand. All right. Let's look at relationships here. This is the type of toxic shit that I don't like in relationships. So, yeah, I can't stand this stuff. And this is a video here. Let's go ahead and play the video. Okay, you see it here. All right. Yeah. Oh, that's so cute. Look at this ninja right here. Look. Niggas gotta show they t- look at this ninja sniggling. All right. So these two fat tub of lards here. <laughs> here we go right here. So he says, look at him sniggling. All right. Um. So he says, I'm going to play a game on my, so we have nothing else to do. We're sitting here like two bumps on a log. I'm going to go and trigger my girlfriend for no reason at all. All right. Watch this. Shh. She thinks I'm texting somebody else because you are, Ninja. You texting somebody else. You trying to throw her off the scent. I can see you cheating a mile away. All right, so here we go right there. And take out, check out your wife again. When you cohabitate, when you cohabitate, look at your girlfriend. Look at your wife with her feet all up on your furniture smelling like corn nuts. Mm. What did I tell you? Your feet all up on her furniture smelling like corn nuts. I've been telling y'all that for years. Look at her. She got her long pants, pajamas on. She ain't sexy. She got her hair up or her wig up in the tied up bun. All right? She over there just laying all there all slovenly and sloppy. All right, man. I need you at attention, ma'am. Put your sexy clothes on. All right, and so what's she doing? Just scrolling the internet. All right, look. At, look, if you're lonely, all right, look at how lonely. Guys, you guys are always like, well, men are out here lonely. Look how lonely they look. This is a standard relationship where she got her fucking back to me. Wait, she got her back to me <laughs> and she ain't been in the shower. She ain't washed that coochie. Nothing. Feet just stinking. I can see him from here. Them feet stinking. All right. And she smelled like a ban- bag of onions.
3: I haven't showered in three days and I smell like a bag of onions. Is any of this turning you off? Nothing.
0: Yep. And so this is cohab. If you're lonely, look at how lonely this is. All right. And so here we go right here. I, okay. All right. She just scrolling the internet. But uh, look, she just scrolling Instagram. But she noticed this. She's like, wait. Jealousy now. Mate guard. Time to mate guard. But what does she do? Does she Does she directly ask him? Does she turn to him? Nope. She's like, I'm going to catch this ninja. Passive aggressive. Watch that. Oh, she got a bunion coming up on that one foot. Yeah. So look. So she passively, aggressively gets into her photos. Look at this. Look how sneaky she is. And now she's going to try to see what he's doing on the camera. Passive aggressive. This is called passive aggressive. Now, I don't like the fact that he's playing this game. But now she got caught. Passive aggressive. And look, she tried to sneak and play games. And uh, she, like, ah, you got me. And look at this. Oh, we're so in love. Uh, Niggas always got to show they. And she looking like a whole Chucky doll. She looking like Chucky. All right, man. I tell you, man. Hey, man. Love, I tell you. Passive aggressive. I'm going to catch him with my camera. Somebody said she was on Tinder. I don't think that. Another situation here. Um, I can't play the music on this one because it's a copyright. But uh, can you see this right here? All right, there. It looks like a Latina or a pina. I think she's a Latina. Well, what's happening is you're gonna see it. I'm gonna play it now. She sneaks up on her boyfriend. She looks like a pina. They do look like a little bit Asian there. All right. Um, but look at her. She's holding a bottle. She's got it behind her back, like she's gonna club him over the head. And he's on his phone. Unbeknownst to him, she has snuck up on this ninja. And she's sneaking over him. See, this is love, right? She's sneaking to see what he's doing on his phone. And check this out. She's looking over. She got a bottle behind it. I can't look at it. It looks like a champagne bottle. Looks like a champagne bottle. She's looking to see what he's looking at. And look at her nose all flared up like a gorilla. And he's he just minding his own business. Looking at some NASCAR. He looking at some, you know. He ain't looking at no Ling Lings. And look, she, and then look, she disappointed. Look how she walks off. And Oh, she got caught. Look. Look at that. that. Man, this is love, y'all. This is love. <laughs> and I'm looking at her like.
1: I wish a nigga would.
0: This is love. She, and he hiding behind that chair. He is looking suspicious. But she was kind of disappointed that he, she couldn't finally catch this ninja. She's like, look, she's looking like I'm about to catch his ninja right now. I'm about to catch this ninja. And he probably looking at some regular old how to make tamales tonight. He don't give a damn. <laughs> he is hiding. But look how, she, look how serious she is right here. This is the married life. This is love. Even at 40, 50 years old. She ready to cut this ninja all right here by the swimming pool.
1: Now I got to cut you.
0: <laughs> These peanuts, man, they out here will delete your ass. Poison you and all of that. And look, he just chilling. He just chilling. Look at her and watch her. She disappointed. Look at that. She was like, I was about to kill this ninja. Now I got to cut you. This is love, right? <laughs> this is how love is. Look at that. He watching fishing videos. And she's so disappointed <laughs> watching <him> fishing. <laughs> he watching fishing videos. Look at, she like, I'm ready to kill this ninja. Finally about to catch his ass. He don't even know. And look at the comments. Child, she was going to send him to the upper room where Jesus has. He watching me. <laughs> he watching CGA. Holy mackerel. She was about to send him. She was like, okay, that's what I thought. The fact that she is extremely serious, that's scary. Ninja, she out here. Now
1: I got to cut you.
0: (laughs) Bro's entire life flashed behind him, and he had no idea. The comment section, he has no idea how close he was to death. Look at how many people. Okay. Yeah, that woman is cold. What I tell you about those Asians, no Lingling. Wait a minute. I gotta call them Linglings because y'all gonna ask me for Asian hate. But I tell you about them Linglings. Okay. Them Linglings don't play, Ninja. You be like, Lingling is submissive. My girl is submissive. Y'all ninja flying all the way over there to get deleted. <laughs> Cause these little peanuts, these little linglings, they will take your ass smooth out and not even think. <laughs> and they laughing at him like he's about to get deleted. Look at this. She about to go take this ninja. Look at, oh, look at this right here.
2: Look at this. She was ready to kill him.
0: She's ready to get him. And that's, your, that's the love of your life. That's love right there, right? That's what y'all gonna tell me. Well, they still married, so their relationship is working. <laughs> and she ugly too, well, it ain't like he's a handsome guy. Man, this is cold, and they out here laughing at this ninja, almost deaf around the corner. Hey, man, it be your own people. What do I tell you? Proximity? Proximity? This is the, hey, sleeping with the enemy. Sleeping with the enemy. Somebody said, if you're not being faithful, how do you, this ninja just watching fishing videos. That's all he's doing. He's not cheating. He's just watching fishing videos. He's minding his own business at the swimming pool. And she ready to kill him. She ready to take this ninja out. Man, I don't want no girl like that. I don't want love. All right, ain't love grand. Let's go to our brother here. Uh, I can't remember his name. I do, I do remember his name, but now I just forgot. Um, this, is the, this is the church guy. I do agree with him a lot. You got to tell me, do you agree with this guy? Jennings, Pastor Jennings.
1: Money is her money. Now, if she got a job, her money is not my money. That's right. My money is my money, and her money is her money. Right. right. My money is my money. My money is her money, and her money is her money. My- what that mean? My money it belong to her, and her money belong to her. Her money don't belong to me. That's right. That's right. <laughs> nope. That's right. Her- Money do not belong to me because God tell the man you were. You That's He's right. Sweat you're your brow. Your brow. That's right. Wait a minute. Who are you?
0: All right, Pastor Jennings. Alright, let's see what you're saying here.
1: If she's a good woman, and there's something that needs to be done in the house, and if I'm where I can't do it, she'll step up the plate. But I ain't looking for her to carry the load. That's right. Yeah. I look at her to carry the load. That's right. I command God command a man. Man to work. Work by the sweat of his brow. His brow. My money is her money. Now, if she got a job, her money is not my money. That's right. My money is my money, and her money is her money. What
2: that mean?
0: Okay. Uh, Pastor Jennings is usually undefeated. Uh, but I don't know about this one, Ninja. Hey, man, where that at in the Bible? Hey, Pastor Jennings, you usually hit and batting a thousand here, but I need to see where you reading that out. You just saying it says for me to work. Ninja, does it say feminism in the Bible? Is it say your wife's supposed to work outside the house? What the hell are you talking about? Here, wait a minute, hold on for a second. You said my money is her money and her money is her money. He said it like five times. I'm, I'm confused. Maybe he confused himself. Hold up for a second.
1: Right. My money is my money. My money is her money, and her money is her money. My money yep. belongs to her, and her money belongs to her. Her money don't belong to me.
0: Oh, all right. Uh, I'm gonna go. Nope. Pastor Jennings is you, man. This show one strike. All right, we'll give it to him. Listen, no disrespect to Pastor Jennings. I need to see this in the Bible, sir. Alright, because your man, your boys in there, Deacon Clapcheeks in there, uh co-signing this shit. That's right.
1: Nope. That's right. Her money do not belong to me, cause God tell the man you were.
0: Oh man. Mm. What?
1: <laughs> That's right. You sweat your brow. Your brow. That's right. If she's a good woman, and there's something that needs to be done in the house, and if I'm where I can't do it, she has step up the plate. But I ain't looking for her to carry the load. That's right. I ain't looking for her to carry the load. That's right. God command a man to work. Work by the sweater, his brow.
0: I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. Cut that bitch off. <laughs> Let's call her. Um, Reverend X versus Pastor Jennings. Reverend X versus Pastor Jennings. Jennings is normally good. I, he's normally good, so I'm going to give him one. Hey, sometimes we'll agree to disagree. I can't agree with everything. I normally agree with you, Pastor, but on this one, I'm going to say pass. <laughs> I'm going to pass on this one, and I'll go to your next sermon. We're still good, all right, Pastor Jennings. I don't know, bro. I don't know. Ain't love grand. All right, here we go right here. Uh, these are men that are homeless. And um, they're going to talk about how they went homeless. And, of course, this is their story here. They could have had some other issues. But these are men who have lost their way. They're homeless. Most people who are homeless are men. Okay, I believe it's 70% of homelessness are men. People were going to say, you know, they have mental health issues, drugs, right? And this is probably true, financial issues, whatever it is. But do you guys know many homeless men are homeless because of a divorce? Many homeless men are homeless because of a divorce. Let's go ahead and see it here. And these men are going to figure this out. My
1: wife informed me that she wants a divorce. And I left just to keep the peace. Keep the peace. And I'm still here. The locks, I went back the next day and the locks were changed. And I've been on the streets for about 30 years. And uh, the reason why I've become homeless is... Uh, me and my wife got a crucial divorce. Bad marriage, uh, I just, a broken heart and hit the streets. Me and my wife getting a divorce, family, one minute they want you to stay, a week go by, time to leave again. So it's just very difficult. Well, I went through a bad divorce, lost everything I had and moved out here to start over. Went to the doctors and doctors took me out of work because I got rheumatoid arthritis and my uh, liver's failing. Lost my house, my kids, my car to a violent relationship. A broken marriage. Relationship? Yeah, lost it. I have emotional issues I couldn't deal with. Car broke down, ran into the wrong people at the wrong time, got robbed. Lost pretty much everything. Uh, Divorce, Uh, then I rented a room. And then I came down with epilepsy and started having seizures. And the guy didn't want me there. And the next guy knew I was in an assisted living house. Got a job in a restaurant again, which I was an executive. My wife informed me that sh- she wants a divorce. And I left just to
0: keep the peace. Keep All right, keep the peace. I left just to keep the peace. All right. And so a lot of guys do this when they get a divorce. Guys, I'm, I'm going to tell you something here. People don't realize that divorce is very lethal. It's a very lethal thing. Even that Matt Walsh said, hey, you might get your life ruined. Most men get their life ruined. And I gave you some data and statistics. Your life could get ruined to the point where you're homeless. You're without home. And you'll still get screwed. I literally moved out of my marital house into my truck. Right? I just moved into my Ford Explorer. That's where I ended up after my divorce. Now, I was like, I'm not going to be out here long. So it was less than total six months. So I didn't, I wasn't out there long, but six months living back and forth in your truck weekends. I would try to make enough money after I paid off their, the rent mortgage at their place where my kids were. And I was saving up to get a new place. And then I was, um, I was, uh, on the weekends, I would try to get a motel when I wasn't as busy working. So I wasn't just sitting out there, um, in Southern California and Costa Mesa, trying to make it, so I would try to earn enough money, and if I had a good week, I would get a motel. And then um, on Sunday, when it was time to check out at 10, 10 a.m., 11, I would check out, and I knew that I was just going nowhere. <laughs> I was going nowhere. I would just check out. Try, I would check out. I would try to stay longer at the motel until the maid came up to the room. And then when the maid knocked on the door, I would leave. And then and then I would walk out, go to my Explorer, load my stuff up, take my ice. I would take some hotel ice, put it in my cooler. I would go to the park in Costa Mesa. I would take a little, my little barbecue. I would go to the store, get some chicken and steak, and I would grill up all my chicken and steak right there. All right, grill up all my chicken and steak right there um, for the week, put it in my containers so I had all of my dinners and lunch right there. Guys, I was lucky. I was a lucky one. I was a lucky one that I had at least a car and uh, that car ended up breaking down years later. But if that car would have broke down or the transmission would have went out, it would have been a wrap. It would have been a wrap. So guys, that's what happened to me after divorce. And no, I didn't cheat. No, there was none of that bullshit. I wasn't abusive. None of that shit that people hear. I didn't beat her up. It was nothing. She just wanted the divorce. And I said, you know what? I'm never going to let this happen again, ever. Yeah, gym, have a gym membership. Gyms are useful. Uh, have a gym membership. I actually worked in the gym so I could go shower. I had a gym membership so I could take all my showers and all of that, work out um, on Saturdays and Sundays. I would hang out in the gym all day, <laughs> all day, right? If I didn't have a motel, if I didn't have enough money for a motel, I would just hang out at the gym all day. Go to 24-Hour Fitness, I had a gym, I had a key to a little gym that I worked out of with my clients, starting my training business, and I'd be in there chilling all day. Just like that. So, guys, I'm telling you, man. Telling you, bro. Somebody said, come on, coach. Y'all don't believe me? Brothers, if you don't believe me, that's my story. After my divorce, moved into my car. Yep. 100%. No lie. There's vlogs. That I, I, there's vlogs. There's stories. I documented this story way too many times. A lot of people don't believe me. So when I tell you, Ninja, I started my life over, started back from the bottom, 36 years old. I said I left with a blender, a recliner. I had a, I had a storage unit. I had a storage unit at, like, public storage, and I would go from my parking space to public storage to the gym. That's how I got through it. And I said, I am not, I am not going to ever put myself in this position ever again at all. And a lot of people don't realize this. That's what happens in a divorce. I mean, that's what happens to homeless men. That can happen just like that overnight, overnight. It happens overnight and people will be like, and then look at this. A woman says, all these women were fed up, huh? Yes. All they got to say is this to get it going. That's all they got to say. <laughs> all they got to do is I'm not happy and you're homeless. All they got to say is I'm not happy and you're homeless. By the way, um, for people who don't know, I've documented on several videos. Uh, a lot of people don't know. I haven't talked about it in years, I don't think. If you got my book for Agent Lifestyle, you probably have seen it. And all of that stuff. Let me see if I can find a video here where you can, you can see it. Mm-hmm hmm. Just in case you guys want to see the story. A lot of people I haven't talked about it in years, but I literally I turned my life around over upside down. And through it. And I was like, I was like, dude, I'm never going to put myself in this position ever again. Never again. I'm never going to give the keys to my life to another person ever again. And it's not just the, the hurt of the relationship. It's like. Like, damn, Ninja got me out here homeless, right? Hell yeah, hell yeah. I was like, nah, fuck all that. I'll just be free agent lifestyle. Let me see here. Where's the video? I guess there's no video back up. Oh, I know what channel it's on. It's on my CGA channel. Okay, hold on for a second. Give me a second here. Give me a second here. Just so you guys want to watch the video. I'm surprised it's not on this channel. I got so many channels, I can't find it. All right, maybe it's on this channel.
2: It's not on this channel. I don't know what happened to the video.
0: Maybe that's why y'all don't know the story. But anyway, enough about that. Enough about that. I'll make another video. I'm, I'm surprised. I, I know it's on one of these channels. But a lot of people don't know this story. Yep. This was in 20, what year? 20, four, 2014. All right, 2014. So less than 10 years ago, Ninja. Living in my Ford Explorer 10 years ago. And this isn't to sell y'all on the story, but yes, Ninja. <laughs> it's cold out here in these streets. Never fucking again. And I was like, I'm turning my life around, Ninja. All right, no, I don't need no help. I don't need nobody. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised I can't find the video. Maybe it's just because I'm trying to look for it and I can't find it. It's a needle in the haystack. Mm, mm-hmm. All right, and that's why I'd be at the junior college.
2: Yeah. Alright, I don't know.
0: Oh, there it is. I got one. I got it. I got it right here. So uh here it is right here. Just so you can see. I want y'all to see this part right here. Oh, it ain't coming up. <laughs> new, 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 new world order. Oh, there it is right there. It's on this channel. It's on the notorious EGA channel. Watch this right here. Listen listen to your boy right here. This is my origin story. Villain origin story. Oh, look at this. New, 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 new thing for people world to do order. is to take their life from where they're let's talk about resetting your life this is a hard thing for people to do is to take their life from where they're going get their education do their career and their job look at the look at the face a little bit of path see my 9-11 this place right here is where I decided to reset my life I restarted everything from scratch I left hey my career unfortunately Come on, man. Look at this, man. Why they doing me that? I can't can't play the video? What the hell? All right, but uh, anyway, you see this spot right here? That's where I park my Ford Explorer every night. Every night, right here. Now that's my 911. And what I did was I parked it in that spot so I can erase the memory forever. Because I was dreaming big time. I was like, I'm going to be rich. Back then, I said I'm going to have a 911 right here. And I was like, dude, I'm going to be rich. I'm going to start my life over. I was 36 years old. I used to park right there every night. Right there. Every night. And then my storage unit was down the street this way. And all of that. Fair use. And they had Wi-Fi. So they had Wi-Fi in the hotel. Like most hotels, they'll make you have to check in to get the Wi-Fi. But this one, it was free Wi-Fi. Secluded, all right. There's a lot of not a lot of traffic around here. It's a hotel parking lot, and it also there's the hotel. So I parked right behind this hotel, had free Wi Fi. So that was one of the reasons why I stayed here. And I could use my iPad and my phone to basically do researches or anything like I could keep track of my clients and I could watch movies on my iPad for free. Other hotel parking lot they had secured Wi Fi, so I couldn't park in their parking lot. Let's walk over here. So during the day, when I started my training business, this place was empty like this. Not a lot of people would park in a hotel parking lot during the day, but at night, it was completely full. So if I had a break the day, I would come back here, relax. If it was nighttime, I would have to beat everybody back here for a spot to park in. And So I would park right there. And uh, I would get my sleeping bag, put down the third row, and I would sleep there at night. All right. And my goal in that entire time, I was manifesting this car. (laughs) I knew I would have it. I was like, I'm going to manifest prosperity. I'm going to manifest success. And the reason I'm going to do that is because I believe in the reset of my life. I believe that I'm going to start a business and I'm going to be successful at it. And so far, so good. But I like the idea of teaching people that. There's no deficit that you can overcome. All right, no deficit that you can overcome. Let me show y'all this right here. Uh, let's see here. Did I, Did I, okay. Oh, check this out. I know y'all don't want to hear this. I'm known what the name of the park is, but we're in Costa Mesa, California. And this is the place where I prepared food for the week so I can eat. All right, we'll take you to the gas station probably another time. But what I did in this park, and over the years, has changed quite a bit. They used to have an overhang here and some barbecues. They had open barbecues that you can use but I brought a little hibachi and that I kept in a storage unit when it was time to prepare my food. So on Sundays, I would go to the grocery store and I would get chicken breast, I would get two New York strip steaks, and then Hillshire farm sausages, all right? And my treat was the steaks. And so what I would do is I would buy all that meat, I would come here and I would light up my grill and I would have charcoal and all that stuff that I would buy and then I would cook all of that food for the week and I have plastic containers And silverware, and I would cook the meat, chop it all up right here, and put it in separate containers for the week. So that was my food all the way through, and I had to make that useful. I had to make that uh, last. And then there was an Asian uh, restaurant over here that I would buy rice. Either I would buy rice from the store and cook it in the microwave, or I would buy rice. And so I ate chicken and rice, all right, Um, or chicken breast, steak, and a little bit of sausage and rice. And so I would make all of that here. And this changed quite a bit they actually refurbished the the, um playground because there's a lot of homeless people here and i was always on guard because i had this little hibachi down on the floor and i was kicking all this food and a lot of homeless people would be around me looking at me like i always thought they were gonna steal my food so um what i would do is then i would have a cooler and i had put that in the back of the ford explorer and i kept it back there and i would take ice from hotels i would drive around hotels every day I would dump out the water, and then I would fill up uh, the hotel-free ice. That's how I kept my food from getting spoiled. So, look, people ask me, was I homeless? And I say, no, I was without a home, and I was doing something called two steps back in order to go two steps forward. And this was just a thing that I decided to do. I always tell people, when I tell this story, I don't want you to believe that I was completely down and out. I don't want people to believe that i had nowhere to go i could possibly have slept on someone's couch Uh, but i didn't want to take that path because i know i would have been there for two years Uh, i wouldn't have had no sense of wanting to get better because i had comfort and i wanted to be uncomfortable in this reset i wasn't homeless i was without a house i was taking two steps backwards in order to go forward greatly reset in my life and this is the one of the first times in like eight years that i've been back here in a place where I actually used to prepare my food for about six months. So, uh, man, it brings back some good memories. And I'm glad they cleaned it up because now I can stand here and I feel like I'm going to get, you know, beat up. All right, and so somebody asked, where did I? Um, he says, what um, people asked how did I heat up my food? I went to a gas station. And it was a Chevron, in right where my hotel was, there was a Chevron gas station, and they had, like, this industrial microwave. I would go in there, and Habibi would be looking at me. And I would walk in and I'd be like, "Can I use your microwave?" And then they'd be like, "Yeah, they never told me no." They never told me no. I would be like, "Can I use your microwave?" I never bought anything. I rarely bought anything, and to that day, I would always go back and get gas there. If I was in that area, I would go back and get gas there. But they had a microwave, and before I went, before I went to sleep, all right, if I wasn't at my gym and warming up the food at uh, nighttime, I would take my food out, dice up enough sausage, paws, dice up enough chicken and put some rice in there, and I'll put it in the microwave, heat it up, go get to my spot. And Habibi would just be like, I would just walk in and out, all right, using their microwave. So um, anyway, guys, anyway, and the ex don't give a fuck. No, nope. In fact, she said in court that she didn't know where I went. I don't know where he went. That's what she said. So um, anyway, guys, I'm going to tell you, man, <laughs> yo, you got to – you got to get it grinding out here. But uh, anyway, divorce, yes. Homeless. You can go homeless on a divorce. Okay. You can go homeless on a divorce.
2: Facts. Keep the peace, and I'm still here. The locks. I went
1: back the next day, and the locks were changed. And-
0: I've been on the streets for about 30 years.
1: And uh, the reason why i become homeless is uh, me and my wife got a crucial divorce. Bad marriage, uh, I just, a broken heart and hit the street. Me and my wife getting a divorce, family, one minute they want you to stay, a week go by, time to leave again. So it's just
0: very difficult. Well, I went through a bad divorce. Yeah, man. People don't realize it. And they will, they refuse to acknowledge and accept that these men were divorced. They probably had some other problems, but yep. Divorce. It's like that. But people don't want to hear that shit. Why? Because men will be like, uh, women will be like, well, it wasn't our fault. He cheated. He was abusive. Right? They don't want to hear that shit. But, yep, you going back to your mama's house, you going back to your basement, your mama's basement, your grandmama's house, and, yeah, my parents didn't live in California. I didn't go back. I, I didn't have them there. Yeah, I had friends, but like I said in the video, I refused, man. I was like, nah, man, I'm getting out of this situation. I know people who sleep on people's couches, and because they have a comfort there, they'll overstay their welcome. And when you're comfortable, you won't grind. I was like, I'm going to just grind. I'm going to grind, grind, grind. I was already in a decent situation, meaning that I already had the finances, but because I moved out, I was still paying the full rent over there, paying money for child support, if you will. I was also covering my ass and trying to build my business, so the income wasn't enough for two separate places. This is why I tell you, if you are in a marriage where you're not the dominant financial provider, you're going to get screwed, <laughs> right? So you better be in a position where you're fully supporting so when, when the divorce happens, you can find another place to live. But if you're not or you're barely making it or scrimping or the other person's just letting you pay all the bills and you're paying, it's going to be a mess. It's going to be a mess. Anyway. All right, uh, what are we doing here? Ain't love grand. Uh, I'm going to skip this part of the video. Let me do some super chats, and then we're going to get into the marketing of love. The marketing of love. And all of that in the back of chips. of do, do me a favor. Hit the like button.
2: Okay. Hit the like button.
0: Let's see here. All right, boy. We got a lot. Somebody has a lot to say. Shout out to Half Space World Travel says, Even the Greek and Nordic gods can't keep wives. In fact, Thor and Aquaman cannot. Damien says, I said, wouldn't it be crazy if, wouldn't it be crazy if something turned out coach was out here sweet on these hoes, just out here simping like it ain't nobody's business. <laughs> wouldn't that be something? And he says, out here singing to him, everything head ass ninja. He says he done made up with baby mama years ago. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Just out here selling us wolf tickets. He says, I wouldn't know what to do with myself <laughs> if I was out here simping. If I was out here caking at the end of the stream, all cuddle up with a woman. All
2: right, I love you, baby. I love you, darling.
0: Amir says, did you lose your job after the divorce? Um, I actually transitioned into from my, from my career that I was in. Then I moved in to start my fitness business and brand. Then the divorce happened, like right away. It was like six months into it. So it was like double, triple whammy. Like I was starting to hustle and starting to build my shit up. And funny enough, by the time I moved out and got out of the homelessness a year later, there were months I was making five figures. Like this was right up, right out front. And I told her, I said, I'll make more money without you than I ever did with you. And the business got booming. It took about a year and a half to get that business booming. But the divorce was a setback because then once the business started booming, all of that money was going to lawyers and child support. And so it was like a double suck where I still couldn't get ahead. So the business started being great, but I still couldn't get ahead because lawyers were getting paid. Then there was a, it it was a disaster. It was a disaster. Lawyers and child support and paying that lawyer and paying her lawyer. And her lawyer only got a small Portion and debt. So it ended up being good, but it ended up being, and then it was always toxic shit happening all throughout the, 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 the post divorce. This is why I tell you it doesn't stop after the divorce papers are signed. Then there's bullshit and parental alienation custody fights. She kept taking me back to court every year. Then I had to waste money on attorneys. (laughs) It's like the fuck. So it just was just one thing after the next, and after the next, and after the next. So I can never be comfortable. I can never. She never wanted me to be comfortable. She was always attacking and coming after me. And still to this day, to this day, every I've been to court every year except for the COVID years. And it's like, and damn, she can't move on. I guarantee you, once my kids turn eighteen, she'll be in court suing me for something else. <laughs> she, right? She'll be in there suing me for something else. She's never gonna get. She's never gonna be satisfied. Yeah, my lawyer was robbing me. Yeah. Guys, lawyers are no good. (laughs) Lawyers are no good because what they do is they keep the case going. They just pour gasoline, especially if you have one person that is just hell-bent on not settling. They hire an attorney. Then their attorney comes in and comes in with her gasoline, pours it on my attorney's fire. My attorney's like, well, we're going to (laughs) eat. Guess we're going to eat. And then they just keep. My attorney's like, well, I don't know what she wants find out. So those guys, man, those attorneys are no good. They just churn the case. And then they send you a bill and you're like, you know, good and damn well, I can't afford this bill. You know, good and damn well. And then they go, well, if you don't want to pay it, guess what? We we quit. You know when they quit? Right before a week before the hearing, the final trial, they wanted to quit. (laughs) I was like, you guys are stupid. So, man, them lawyers ain't shit. All right? Them divorce attorneys ain't shit. I'm going to just let you know that right now. The whole system is, is fucked up.
2: All right. Anyway. Somebody says, Coach, I keep telling you there's a remedy for this BS.
0: All right, you make a video about it, and then you point me to the video. All right, don't tell me what the remedy is. Ninja, there's no remedy. As long as you have child support, kids, <laughs> there, there's no remedy. All right, you, no, I'm not calling CPS for no, no, <laughs> that's not the remedy. So anyway, make a video about it. Don't send me your remedy over here. All right, here we go right here. Somebody says affidavit of rescission on signature. Okay, all right, Um, listen, make a video about it, please. Make a video about it and you can sell it. Don't don't go over here on on me talking about there's (laughs) a remedy. All right. You all trying to get me to go sovereign here. All right. Here we go right here. All right. So here we go right here. Macaroni Tony as a fellow coach. I must say sometimes one group just typical. Oh, I already got that one right there. Uh, Shout out to Julian says, Coach. Please, Pastor Jennings, my Reverend again. You mean Pat, Reverend X? Reverend X? Alright, shout out to you. Uh, Here we go right here. Let's see right here. Let's see. The contractor says, I remember that video from your, you explaining your situation, really expiring. F them all, Coach. F them all. FaceFact says, better looking black women have odors because they aren't Hygiene. I already got that one right here. Shout out to Floyd Holt says, I love to see you make a video on how you cook and prepare all your food at the park. Well, I guess I would have to go to the park and do that. Shout out to Jed says, Did you hear how callous these women are? And it says right here, the women were fed up. Of course, so of course, 304 math demands you lose your basic shelter and humanity. In their world, in a woman's world, you are always the perpetrator. And you deserve to go homeless. You deserve to have to pay child support. You deserve to lose your life. One thing you'll you'll have to understand is in these cases, if you lose, die, take yourself out, self-delete, go homeless, Go bankrupt,
2: they will not care. They do not care.
0: They will never care, guys. All right, don't think. And so when we sell you this love here, we're gonna talk about how love market how how, how love is marketed to you. They don't care. <laughs> they don't care if you die. Guys, if you die, they be at your funeral front row. Without, with a smile on their face, but not they'll be smiling on the inside, looking at you in your casket, acting like they're mad that you died. Talking about, oh, my kids without their dad. They will be front row, not giving a fuck, smiling on the inside, walking up to your casket with your kids, cursing you out, laughing at you, Right? They don't care, and they be out there celebrating with their mama, their whole family celebrating, and this is a person who loved you. It's a person who loved you. Guys, and by the way, I am not the only one. I know what you're going to say. I'm the only one that has gone through this, or I'm thinking this way because I've gone through this. Guys, I'm just letting you know. I'm not the only one. One of the reasons my message is so powerful is there's so many men that go through this. I know it. I've seen it. I've heard it. I've dealt with it.
2: A Lots of men go through it. You know what happens?
0: Nobody cares. Let me show you again. They just going to say, ah, look, all these men, all these women were fed up, huh? They going to blame it on you. It says, unfortunately, society has been giving women a lot of rights and freedoms that they don't know what to do, and some good men truly suffer. You know who gets this? You know who gets this treatment? The good men. It's not the the pookies. It's not the ray-rays. It's not the wife beaters. It's not the deadbeat daddies. You know who goes homeless? These guys that were the good husband. They were the hen-pecked. They wanted to do the happy wife, happy life. Those are the guys who go homeless. It's, it's, not, it's not the beaters. It's not the eye Turners. It's not the guys that were on drugs and just kicking their ass all day. It's not the irresponsible fathers. It was the fathers that were the trying to be good and trying to placate and trying to make it work. And what do I do now? What do you want me to do, honey? Chore play? Tell me. Tell these guys I'm not lying. It's the, it's the good dudes, the dude that was at least trying to do it right, right? They didn't have no pay. Oh, it wasn't O.J. Simpson. <laughs> it's not the O.J. Simpson ninjas. Them ninjas never go broke from this. Anyway, it is something else.
2: All right. stepdaddies suit.
0: All right, uh, what do we got here? Shout out to Jed. I got that one already. Sad though, and guys, when you do it, you are you nobody's gonna care. I'm telling you right now, this is the sad part. Nobody's gonna give a shit when you're out there, and nobody's gonna hear your bullshit. Oh, well, you should've, you should've manned up. You should have filled out an affidavit of removal of signature. All right, I don't know what's going on there. Okay, and they only care when you walk away. When you walk away, they only care. Did you pay your child support? All right, you don't support your child, you're a deadbeat. You didn't show up to your child, you're a deadbeat. So anyway, it's a sad thing here. Nobody's going to, guys, I'm telling you, nobody's going to care. As a matter of fact, I want to show you this. They're going to throw dirt on your name. You're going to get Brad Pitt's son. This is where it really gets bad. This is where parental alienation, because you care for your kids. You never want to be. I don't know what this guy was telling me. But you never want to just rescind your rights to anything. I don't know what you're doing. Okay, you don't ever want to be on record for this type of shit because that's going to get used to you, used against you. Well, watch this.
2: Brad Pitt's son is about to write a tell-all book on Brad Pitt as a father. Let me see here.
0: Let's see, where's the, let me see if I can, he's going to write a tell-all book. This is when you know the parental alienation, because I just can't imagine. Oh, it says, no, he is not. Okay, so now they're trying to shoot it down.
2: Okay, this is, this is the rumor.
0: Yep, the Calvary's not coming. Dr- Daddy drama, Brad Pitt's son Maddox and talks to release tell-all book about his famous father. All right, so this is the rumor. I just did see another search that said that this is not true. So let me go back right here. Let me see if I can pop this up. Apparently, they're saying it's not true. It says, no, it's not true. It's nothing more than gossip. A source close to Angelina Jolie tells the messenger, it's not true. I bet you that book comes out. <laughs> I bet you that comes out. So we're believing the ex-wife. Guys, never believe the ex-wife. Ex-wife is lying.
2: So Brad Pitt, also another guy, one of the sexiest men alive. Is dealing with this bullshit (laughs) guys. In many cases, you can't win in many cases.
0: And by the, Oh, but, but they say there's no tell all book, but let me show you this. They say there's no tell all book, but let me show you this. He did come out and scorch his father right here. So let's say there's no tell-all book. It says right here, his son says he's an awful human being. You see this right here? Brad Pitt's second son blasts him as terrible, awful human being. Pax Jolie Pitt reportedly used a private Instagram account to accuse his famous father of causing damage to the family and said that the truth about him will one day come out now i don't know much about brad pitt but there it is and look at that look at this picture right here oh boy that be that be your ex talking about i was a single mother and i had to do it all by myself this is your ex right here and this dude is not even the biological child of brad pitt it's an adopted child and look at this. Look at him. The, the kids defeated. I know it's a photo. And she just gleaming.
2: Oh, one more thing. Apparently, his,
0: his black daughter, his black daughter uh, denounced his last name. Doesn't go by his last name. Guys, it don't matter who you are out here. You can catch wreck. Brad Pitt's daughter. Drops his last name. Now, this is, this is, um. So, this is his black daughter. Angelina Jolie's daughter enjoys a day with mom after dropping Brad Pitt's name. Jesus. And what they're trying to do is get you to care. Brad Pitt probably don't wash his hands. He's like, man. All that down the drain.
2: (laughs) All that down the drain. And
0: he just getting sucked in. He getting sucked in. Oh, I bet you he paying that child support though. So his daughter claims right here. Oh, they went shopping. And the mother just towing a- towing him around. Oh, I'm a good mom. And you are j- just a piece of shit. you just a piece of shit dad. Right? And she got, see what happens is when the parenting time is restricted and the dad doesn't get opportunities to parent, the mother has all the kids the entire time. And she is tearing those kids up with alienation. And I, when I say this, all women are doing this. All women are doing this. All mothers. They're doing it in some form of fashion. Even minor on oh, your daddy. Uh, I don't know what I saw in that guy. They're all doing this. And they got your kids and they got them isolated from you. Isolated. And they're
2: tearing them up with manipulation.
0: They're tearing them up. And so by the time your kids come back around, dude, you so much at a disadvantage, you fucked. And when you come back, you can't go in there and tell them shit because they're going to run back and tell their mama and she's going to have you in court. With evidence. All right, get evidence. Record your dad. You,
2: your dumb ass is going to send your kid a text message.
0: Tell me I'm lying. Tell me I'm lying. And you can see it. Look, take a look. You can see it in the photos. Look, she holding the hand. She's like Maleficent. (laughs) She holding the hand. She going to take her to the amusement park. Look, she messy as hell. She restricting the custody. She getting parenting time on top of parenting time on top of parenting time. And she just whittling them down. She just tearing your kids away from you, ripping them. And planting shit. And she does it with a smile. She does it so nice. Oh oh, honey. Oh honey you know how he is. Oh honey you know how he is. I care. I love you. I want you to be good. He doesn't. He doesn't care. I'm putting my hands on you. I love you more. I love you always. Eternally always. I don't want to be away from you. She just tearing and manipulating and grooming the shit
2: out of these kids. Then he then your
0: dumbass come in. Oh I don't want his last name. Oh baby, you know, uh, we can actually go and uh <laughs> yeah. we can get that taken care of. I know you don't want his last name. I understand. All right, um, there's some paperwork on the Internet. If you go and search it up, it's a bookmark over there. Go search it up. These people are evil, man. Evil. La Llorona, evil. And you just like, what the fuck? (laughs) Paying for your kids two and three times over.
2: Oh, he did this and he did. Yeah, man, they are evil. He says,
0: I know way too much. I, man, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, man. They, and then if they get one kid, two kids, they'll get the other one. They'll eventually get the other one. This is grooming. It's sad, bro. It's sad in our world. No guys, do you guys know that nobody will acknowledge this outside of me in this space? Nobody will acknowledge this type of abuse. Most women, women have most of the custody in America. Look at the kids. They depressed. Oh, they'll use therapists. They'll use counselors. They'll manipulate all of these people. The teachers, your coaches, kids' coaches. Oh, I'm just trying. I'm just a single mother trying to make. Did I share the story about Gary Owens? Yeah, brothers. They are master manipulations. He says, Wash your hands. I already listen, I'm already here, bro. <laughs> I'm already here. So it's a sad thing. It's a sad thing. But everything's on paper. My case will be in the paper. So it's crazy. Uh, but anyway, it's how they do it, man. They're carefully crafted. And by the time you figure this out, you're 30, 35, 40. You go see your dad. How you doing, dad? <laughs> All right. And you ain't been around since you were t- the kids were 12. Now dad's 40, 50 years old. They're now 30. Then they show up. Let me hear your side of the story. He living in a fucking hovel. Waiting. He done lost you. (laughs) He done lost track of you. Tell me I'm lying. I'm speaking for the men out here. I'm speaking for the men. This happens. It's bad. And all you wanted was love. Put a one in the chat if I'm telling the truth. Just so you can hear these guys here. I'm preparing you for this. Let's get into the story here. Listen to this guy right here. Main
2: event. Main event. And most men that have uh,
0: told you, uh oh, here's another secret. You know another secret? Any man in this space that is telling you that they found love and it worked out for them, I want you to realize something. It worked out for them.
2: They're probably not with their original woman.
0: They're with another woman, like five women removed, two, three women removed. So they might be in a situation where it finally worked out, but they're removed. They've already been two or three women removed. They're, they, their baby mama is down the line years, like a year, five years, decades. They're with a new woman. And now it worked out with them <laughs> right here. Uh, let me see here. One kid, though. All it takes is one kid. Uh, here it is right here. Love has been sold to us as something material instead of energy. Uh, this guy is not the most articulate guy, but let's listen to what he has to say. We show here. love in, uh, materialistic things. We show, like, love is always um sold to us in like chocolates. Chocolates, roses. We, we associate certain things with love, like roses. If you buy a woman roses, it shows that you love her, you like her. You buy her chocolates, you love. You give her a ring, you love her because you want to marry her. We, we, we've been, our love is connected to things, instead of love connecting to our energy and, and us. We haven't done that. So because we've done that, we, it's, it's all out. Love is being told to us outside instead of inside. We haven't been shown inside. And, how, and if, if we don't understand the inside, how can we show it outside? So that's when people, there's been a big problem with the love thing. I think people have seen it with like things. Like a guy will say, okay, well, I love you, man. Look, I bought your new car. Like it's, it's associated with stuff. Yeah, it's not like raw, like it's not uh, energy on love. We've been shown love in our materialistic things. We've been shown like love is. All right. And so you're saying basically love is material. In fact, let's go back. When when a man starts talking about how he shows his woman love. When a man starts talking about how he shows a woman love, it's often centered around money. It's often centered around what he does, some act of service. And centered around money. In fact, Pastor Jennings tried to send you this right here. My money
1: is her money. Right here. Now, if she got a job, her money is not my money. That's right. My money is my money and her money is her money.
0: All right. And so you see, as an example, in order to make the relationship work, he's got to assume some situation around money. All right. Her money is her money. My money is her money and my money. That's the situation. Oh, yeah, preach, brother. So what is the duty? It's
2: centered around the money. Let me show you this real quick.
0: Let me show you this. The marketing of love. Let's pop this up here. This will be an eye-opener for many people. Uh, let's see here where I can find it. The engagement ring story. How De beers created a multi-billion dollar industry from the ground up. One of the biggest assets in a married couple's relationship, the diamond engagement ring, might be an emotional asset and a symbol of love and commitment, but in the financial sense of the word, it isn't actually an asset at all. In fact, it's worth at least 50% less than you paid for it the moment you left the jewelry store. Makes you wince a little, doesn't it? And yet we feel compelled to buy them for our loved ones anyway. Heck, I still want one, even after writing the article. How did this become the norm? It's hard to imagine that it's only been three quarters of a century since diamonds became the status of wealth, or the symbol of wealth, power, and romance that they are in America today. So it's essentially a new thing. We grew up thinking that this diamond ring, engagement ring, suffering, marriage ring was tradition, when in fact it's not. Most people did not trade a diamond ring going prior to 1930. Most people didn't do this. In fact, you're told diamonds are rare, they're not. Similar to Rolexes, they're not rare, they just only put a couple out at a time. But let me go back here. Let me come back and read it. Um it says right here and it was a all bu- and it was all because a brilliant multifaceted marketing strategy designed and executed by ad agency N.W. Ayer in the early 1900s for their client De Beers, so Mad Men. Over the course of a few decades, N.W. Ayer helped De Beers successfully turn a failing market into a psychological necessity all during a period of war and economic turmoil. How exactly did Mr. Ayer convince America Americans that diamonds are the ultimate symbol of love, romance, and marriage. Were, what were their marketing campaigns that turned the diamond industry around, and are, were they morally sound? De Beers' 80-year-old stronghold on the diamond industry was one of the most impressive and fascinating in history. Let's take a critical look at how the company used marketing to create and manipulate demand for diamonds from nothing. Okay, They talked about monopolizing the diamond price. Oh, Let me go back here. How it started. Diamonds haven't been rare stones since 1870 when huge diamond mines were discovered in South Africa. Soon after the discovery, the British financiers behind the South African mining effort realized that the diamond market would be saturated if they didn't do something about it. So in 1888, they set two audacious goals. Number one, monopolize diamond prices. And I'm going to continue and stabilize the market. The birth of a vision. Says right here. They did an exhaustive market research to figure out what Americans thought of diamonds in the late 1930s. What they found was that diamonds were considered luxury reserved only for the super wealthy and that Americans were spending their money on other things like cars and appliances. To sell more and bigger diamonds, Ayer would uh, have to market to customers at varying various income levels so how do they get more people to buy big diamonds in a bad economy they needed to figure out a way to link diamonds with something emotional and because diamonds weren't worth much inherently they also had to keep people from ever reselling them what was emotional socially valuable and eternal love and marriage bingo Mm. Love and marriage. According to New York Times, Ayer's game plan was to create a situation where almost every person pledging marriage feels compelled to acquire a diamond engagement ring. The concept of an engagement ring existed since medieval times, but it had never been widely adopted. And before World War II, only 10% of engagement rings contained Diamonds. With a carefully executed marketing strategy, Ayer uh, could strengthen the tradition of engagement rings and transform public opinion about diamonds from a precious stone to essential parts of courtship and marriage. Eventually, Ayer would convince young men that diamonds are an ultimate gift of love and young women that they are essential parts of romantic relationships. Mm. They had to create the narrative and all of that stuff. A diamond is forever, okay? A diamond is a girl's best friend. Scam or genius? All right, so this is a very lengthy article. We'll play a video breaking it down. Fair use. Get all...
1: Oh, God, you're going to tell us the awful truth about engagement rings, aren't you?
0: Yeah, I am. Hi, I'm Adam Conover. And you may think of the diamond engagement ring as a timeless symbol of love, but it turns out this ancient tradition was invented less than a century ago by the De Beers Diamond Corporation. Before the 1930s, nobody exchanged diamond rings when they got engaged. It wasn't a thing. Apple, what do you say we get married?
1: Oh, that's a swell idea, Frank.
3: What do you give me?
0: Well, I got the shiny red apple.
3: Sold. Oh, I love you, Frank.
0: <laughs> but in 1938, the De Beers Diamond Cartel launched a massive ad campaign, claiming that the only way for a real man to show his love is with an expensive hunk of crystallized carbon. And we bought that shit. Fair use, fair use. A little bit more. Hold on. Looks like if I don't buy you one of these ring dealies, then I'm a tiny packet pencil neck.
1: Well, it's on the side of a building, so it's got to be
0: true. Well, crumbs. In fact, every element of the traditional American engagement was designed to make more money for De Beers. How much did you drop on that rock? I don't know, like four grand. <gasps> Jesus. All right, so they're giving me a heads up. So this is, uh, this is uh, content that they don't want me to share, copyrighted. Now, watch this. What question, when you fall in love, what question do you typically ask before you're going to propose? So you're thinking about proposing. You want to get her a special gift. What question do you ask? This is a very common question. Yeah, straight jacking, huh? Yeah, right here, straight jacking. Straight jacking. What question would you ask when you're about to think about marrying your woman? Let me see if you guys can figure this out. And you're going to figure out how you've been conned because even Dave Ramsey has this question asked to him. All right, what question do you ask? Yeah, fair use. So much for fair use. They've already, they've already had the conflict. No, nope. now what's your ring size? How much? Well, how much? Be specific. Be
2: specific. Yeah,
0: there we go. John got it. <laughs> Are you happy? No. You're thinking about you're going to propose. And you're thinking about getting a ring. How much is it going to cost me? Very close. All right, somebody have it right here. Are you on the bill? Yeah, there you go. The, ramen, the, the Randian got it. The common question is, how much should I spend on the ring? How many months' salary should I spend on the engagement ring? Watch this. This is how love is marketed. Let me see here. How many months' salary? And it came right up here on Google. Watch this. The number one, how many months salary? I didn't even finish typing it. Take a look. How many months salary for wedding ring? For ring should engagement ring be? How many? And that's before emergency fund. That's before emergency fund. How many months salary for emergency fund? The most popular. Choice, how many months' salary for wedding ring? Now, three months. Mm.
2: Three months' salary.
0: Somebody said we don't see it. Okay. All right. You don't see it. Oh, y'all see something else. Y'all see something else. All right. There it is. Can y'all see that? I was tapping something else. All right. Here we go. Three
2: months. Is the rule. Now. Here's the thing. There's no rule. This is all made up. This is all made up. Guys they made this up. Less than 100 years ago. This does not exist. (laughs) Do you see this?
0: We understand. You got to understand this. They don't. This is not a rule that has existed in tradition. This has only existed for less than 100 years and they just made up an average. Now wait a minute. Now watch this. What if you make what if you make $10,000 a month? Is it still 3 months? What if you make $2,000 a month? Is it still 3 months? What kind of rule is that? What if you make $50,000 a month? Is it still 3 months?
2: It's not in the Bible, it's not in any church
0: rules, it's not in anything. This is just new marketing. It means nothing. They just made this shit up. It's known as the three-month salary rule, and it applies that the buyer should put three months of their salary towards a sparkler for their future spouse. Mm. When I tell you love is marketed,
2: this is an example right here. They just
0: literally the jewelry industry just literally made it up out of thin air and program. It's crazy, and much of the time you're not even getting real diamonds. You're getting you're getting you're getting cubic zirconium, and you don't even know it. It ain't even real diamonds, but you getting you think you're getting it. So they just came up with an arbitrary traditional. Well, I've already disclosed this is not traditional. There's nothing about this that's traditional. All right, all this is, this is programmed. They programmed you to believe that this is an important step to show your love. And then they mark up the price, and it says it's worth about 50% less than you paid for it the moment you leave the jewelry store.
2: All right, but if you go to your girl today and say, no, baby, we're not
0: going to do the diamonds, it's a scam. She's going to be like, huh? She ain't going to want to do it. <laughs> or she going to want to be like, no, it means this tradition. It's tradition. All right, so let me show you the love right here. The myth of romantic love may be ruining your health. The myth of romantic love may be ruining your health. So I've shared this story before. But a lot of guys don't understand they're pursuing love and romance. But you don't understand that you're depressed in women. You're depressed because you're not achieving this standard of love that is almost not existent. Even if you survive a long-term relationship, doesn't mean the love is there. In fact, you could be completely out of love. And you can still be together serving out of duty and a lot of these things. So you're not even in love. You're just... Playing the love game. And you're saying, honey, I I love you. I really love you. Let me show that TikTok again. All right, honey, I really love you, honey. And is she ready to delete your ass? You ain't got nothing better to do. You ain't got nothing better to do. she ready to take your monkey ass out? What about this one right here? Uh, Where's the love surge video? I got to find the love surge video. Oh, here it is. How do we rekindle our love? How do we rekindle our romance? Oh, I got it. We'll go to this tantric, right? We'll go to this guy. Let's get a love surgeon. This is all, it's foolish. You're you're trying to make something happen that can't happen, all right? It's just completely unnatural, right? There's duty. Remember, there's duty. There's somewhat, you know, kind of romantic situations. But even if you were married for a long time and you did something romantic, she ain't going to jump out of She ain't going to be like, oh, my God, I feel like I love you more. She's going to say, oh, thank you, honey. And she will, most of y'all, either
2: one of y'all be cheating. In fact, love doesn't really last longer than 16 months. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't last very long. And I'll get to the romantic myth of love.
0: How long does love last? A few months to a couple of years. This is science. This is, oh, well, oh, look, they got these old reading rainbow ass ninjas here on the screen, but passionate love versus companion love, it really is only a few months to a year, and there's four stages of love. I've actually showed this right here. All right, so this passionate love that they show you on the screen and what people are missing and I'm going to cuddle and I'm going to have all this passion. It's going to be intense. This only lasts for a couple of months. At, at best, 18 months. Then when you're longer, then you'll have like a, a companion, right? Then you have companion love, which is in America, we have eight, eight kind of loves. But according to all da- data, it's all about the chemicals in your brain. Sometimes it can be extended by certain things or events or traumas. But falling in love is a very brief, brief um, feeling. And it says, enjoy it because these intense feelings will go away in a few short years. It's going to be gone. For me, it's gone in a week. (laughs) All right. One week and I'm done with it. That notebook shit and that whole, yeah, all of that shit is just fairy tale. Falling out of romantic love. Now, just because you fall out of romantic love doesn't mean it's over. But all of the holding hands and the stuff that makes you want to bust a nut in her body, all of that is going to go away. And sometimes you just become roommates. It can be very alarming when you realize the rush is gone. And what she'll say is the passion has vanished. Your spouse no longer makes your pulse race. You're no longer nervous. You're no longer like, I can't wait to see them. You're kind of like, okay, they're here. Thanks for being here.
2: That burning desire, that I got her soul,
0: it's going to go bye-bye. It's going to go bye-bye. But the movies often depicts the Disney fantasy often to predicts the, that part, the passion. But, and then they say what? Happily after, ever after. They live happily ever after. But they don't talk about when the desire just flames off. It's just going to flame out. It happens. And it's the norm. Watch this. Psychology today. Is love just a marketing strategy? Love appears to be spreading as a brand strategy. Okay. And yes, when you first get these love all right? When you first fall in love, it's going to feel good. It, and I want you to fall in love. It's going to feel real good. The corrupted marketing of love. Let me go back to this story over here. Uh, right here. The myth of romantic love may be ruining your health. Guys, it does ruin your health. It says, uh, romantic love in Western societies is often portrayed in a stereotypical way. Two yearning halves who search for each other to find their complete Original state. A few find this bliss because it's a myth dating back to Plato. In Greek mythology, the perfect lovers were joined together and sliced into two. Love, then, is the desire of each part to find the missing other part. This myth lingers on in popular culture, love stories, and romantic comedies. It affects our social identity. That's important. Which many... Uh, which, for many, is formed by stereotypical scripted portrayals of relationships. How many times have, how many times have you got like you met a person, a woman for us men, you met a woman, and then she comes in with this entire script. All right, so this is how it's going to happen next, and we're going to do this next, and we're going to do this, and then you're going to say, and then I'm going to say, how many times have you been dealt with that? And then this is going to happen, and then we're going to do this next. How many times have you had that happen? That's the script. I call that the script where I, I, um, where I will look at it and go, they're just following the script. You meet somebody on a dating app. You're supposed to do this, say that, pull out the chairs, do this, do this. And then when you get here, we're going to do this, do this. They got that shit down to a script. And you're like, hey, we're just two people. We're, we're two people. We don't have to follow that script. And they'd be sitting there looking at you like, What that mean? No, this is how you date. This is how you romance. This is how you do. They got it down to a script. And you're like, nah, I'm not going to follow the script. They think you're weird. They're like, huh? No, you're supposed to follow the script. And you're like, how many people are are you with that followed the script and it worked out? None. Especially when you're older like me right? These women be 46 wanting to follow the script. Oh, you like me on a dating app. Okay. We match. Okay. We'll go out. And then I'll hold out the pussy for a date or two. And then this and that, and you're going to say this, and I'm going to say, I love you. And you're going to do this. And they'll be down in the script. And you're like, hold on, slow down, ma'am. And they'll be like, what, what's wrong? You like me, right? You had sex with me, right? So let's go down the script. You're going to do this. And you're like, "Mm -hmm." (laughs) so they're saying this script is just in your head. And it's mostly in women's head because they benefit from the script. If they can keep you on this script, they eventually get a diamond ring. They get gifts and dates. They get they get surprises. They get attention. They get you working for her service. All right. So that's what they're doing with the script. The script always works in their favor. If you don't do the script, they get nothing. Often, less consciously, we keep on searching for our missing half, even when we fail. The ideal. But divorce rates attest to why the ideal doesn't exist. Okay? Even when you get there, it doesn't exist. It says, nowadays, many people escape into the virtual world in which their search for the ideal relationship. Online dating, flirtatious messaging, and sexting are often used as an antidote to loneliness, lack of intimacy, and the painful experience of loss. The cyberspace, uh, we can be whoever or wherever we desire. This gives us pleasure, but it seduces and lures us into the imaginary. The world of an unconscious, of the unconscious, where desire, we didn't even know we had are immediately satisfied in the virtual world. Let me stop it right here, and I'm going to give you one more video. Okay, because I got so much here. But I'll give you one more video. By the way, um, this, there's an article that, it's not a complete article, but what they're saying is the romantic love is no more important than the love, familial love, the love we have for our families, our friends, our work, our passion. But in some terms, they tell you to give up, those loves in order to get the romantic love in our world. We put romantic love at the top. Like, so if I say love, we automatically think romance, but in fact, there's many types of love, but this one article says, and I can't find it right now. They say romantic love is no more important than the other types of love, love for humanity, self-love, familial love, exciting love. Obsessive love, well, we don't want that. Enduring love, feeling a part of a group, teammate, work, work. That love is just as important as romantic love. But see, there's no fairy tales with the other one because there's no gifts, there's no money, there's no diamonds, there's no surprise, there's no romance, there's no sex. So we put that as the peak of love, and in fact, it's the worst of all of them because it's going gonna, it's gonna to stop. Where your family love can keep going. You love your family. Last one right here. Let me see here.
2: If I can pull this up. Pull it up. Pull it up. Dating apps. How dating apps
0: keep you single. <laughs> How dating apps keep you single. Boy, it's an evil world here. Uh, let's see here. Dating apps are designed. Oh, here we go right here. I'm gonna probably get a copyright. Let's get a copyright. Why men get so few matches on dating apps.
3: Two friends install a dating app and try their luck. The man tries to set up the perfect profile, a nice front picture, a group picture to make it seem like he has friends, a picture in Paris to make it seem like he's cultured, and a picture climbing mountains to make it seem like he's adventurous. After some hard work, the profile is ready. The woman doesn't feel safe sharing a lot of personal information, so she chooses the first picture she can find and she's ready to go. They start swiping and hope for the best. At the end of the day, when the woman checks her phone, her like counter is full. Practically every profile she likes is an instant match. Soon, she's overwhelmed by the amount of matches and messages in her inbox. For the man, it's a different story. So far, he has only received a couple of likes and has zero matches. He becomes frustrated with the app and starts questioning his self-image. He puts so much effort into setting up a nice profile, after all, why can't he get any matches? To answer that question, we need to understand the numbers behind dating apps. I made a simulation of a dating app with 1000 dummies to try to understand why men get so few matches. Dating apps can paint a distorted picture of what the real dating world is like. Some studies indicate that dating apps can have a negative impact on self-esteem with a stronger effect on men, and women often have to find strategies to deal with intrusive behavior from men in these apps. It's hard to understand exactly what's going on inside these apps because there's very little data available. However, we can make educated guesses based on the little information we have. I'll start with an ideal, unrealistic scenario, and we'll see how quickly things change when I start adding real-life variables. Side note, we're talking about dating with opposite genders. Same gender dating in dating apps has very different dynamics and is out of scope for this video. Since we're trying to make an ideal scenario, let's assume we have the same amount of men and women using the app. Let's also assume that everyone sees 100 profiles per day and that every profile is treated equally by the algorithm. I'm going to assume that users like one out of four profiles they see. This means every user has a probability of 25% of being liked every time their profile is shown. Some of these parameters aren't realistic, but that's okay. We're going to start like this and make it more realistic as we go. So how many likes and matches will everyone get at the end of the day? Let's run the simulation. Okay. Not too bad. On average, both women and men get 25 likes and six matches per day. So why does this look different from real dating apps? Let's start with reason number one. There are more male than female users. I was able to find user gender data for Tinder and Bumble, two of the most popular dating apps in the world. Damn. In both apps. There were significantly more men using the app than women.
0: Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. Y'all ain't got no shot in hell uh, out here. So they got 75% on Tinder, 75% of men, and 62% of men on Bumble. 62% men on Bumble. This, you already screwed from the beginning, Chop, but let's continue. Fair use.
3: In our simulation, I'm going to keep it simple and assume we have two men for every woman. A ratio somewhere between Tenders and Bumbles. I ran the simulation again and the differences were big. I'm gonna give you a chance to pause the video in case you wanna try to guess how many likes and matches users get. We now start to see the first signs of a gender imbalance in the results. Because there are two men for every woman, the number of likes received by the women doubled and the number of likes received by the men halved. And when we look at the number of matches, something interesting happens. Women received an average of 50 likes. Since they like one out of four profiles, you would expect them to get an average of 12 or 13 matches. However, they only get six. That's because now there are so many male users that women don't even get a chance to see half of the users that like them. They only see hundred profiles per day and there's just too many men in the queue at this.
0: Yep. And so somebody said, so, so every guy is, so, so every guy is screwing, screwing the same chicks. Yes. The, the top men on the app are screwing all of the women. <laughs> all right. 80, 20 rule. And this is true. Just look at the number. The top men are screwing all of the women.
3: At point, it makes sense that women start to feel a bit overwhelmed by the amount of likes they receive. Because they often encounter intrusive behavior from men, that also makes them think carefully about who they give likes to. Men on the other hand, are starting to get a bit desperate. Because they don't get a lot of likes, they know they can't be too picky and start giving likes more generously to improve their chances of getting matches. Which leads us to reason number 2. Men give more likes than women. According to this New York Times article from 2014, men are nearly three times as likely to like a profile than women on Tinder. So let's use those numbers. I'm updating the simulations that women and men give likes in 14 and 46% of cases respectively. So how do you think this is going to change the results? Now the gender imbalance increases even further.
2: Wow. Mm. So
0: women got way more likes than men.
3: Women get an average of 92 likes, whereas men only get seven. And because men like 46% of the users they see, these seven likes result on an average of 3.2 matches women get twice as many, an average of 6.4 matches per day. But things can get even more complicated for the average male user. Attractiveness is subjective, but the reality is that some profiles will be considered attractive by more users than others. Which brings us to reason number three. A small share of the users get a big share of the likes. There we go. In a Q&A post from 2017 on Hinge's official website, one of the engineers behind the dating app shared some data about this imbalance. He mentioned that certain people get exponentially more attention than others. He reported that about half the likes from men were given to about 25% of women, and half the likes from women were given to only 15% of men. This means that, especially with men, there's a small segment of users that get a large slice of the total likes. Let's try to include that in our simulation. I'm giving every user a score from 0 to 100% that determines how attractive they are perceived by other users. Skipping ahead. Until now, attractiveness has had no impact on the probability of getting likes. That means that every time a profile was shown, the probability of that profile being liked was 46 and 14% for women and men respectively, regardless of their perceived attractiveness. I'm now looking for a new distribution such that the top users get exponentially more likes, but while making sure the average like percentages stay the same. I went for the simplest formulas I could come up with, and you can find my assumptions on the screen in case you're interested. Basically, I assume that users with an attractiveness score of 0 have 0% chance of getting likes, and users with an attractiveness score of 100 have 100% chance of receiving a like. This is admittedly an oversimplification, but since I couldn't find any real data, I'm trying to keep it as simple as I can. With these curves, 50% of the likes given by men go to the top 27% of women, and 50% of the likes given by women go to the top 10% of men, which is quite close to the numbers reported by Hinge. So, this should be reasonably accurate. Let's run our final simulation. Final. You can try to guess the results now. This was a bit of a trick question. The numbers stay the same. The difference is, now the distribution is skewed by the top users who get most of the likes. That means that the averages no longer describe the experience of the average user. So let's add a new metric the median. In other words, how many likes and matches does the average user get? And now we can see the average male user only receives one like and zero matches.
0: Now, this ain't me. <laughs> All right, this, this ain't me. I'm doing pretty good with these old ags out here. Um, but this is kind of where the, the data goes. But here's the problem with it. Here's the problem with it. There's Tinder premium. There's now the Tinder plus where you can pay $500 or whatever a month. So what's happening is a lot of men are paying and spending a lot of time the hopes of getting stuff but these dating apps also have been proven to have used bots they were sued tinder match tinder using fake profiles and fake messages they were sued and the case was thrown out i did a video back in the day on this one they were sued and um, the case was later thrown out, but right here is Tinder owners sued for using fake profiles and ads on Match.com. The FCC sued them. The United States government, the, I'm sorry, the FTC, Federal Trade Commission. Now, the the lawsuit end up getting tossed, and they end up coming out making a statement. But they were sued because of this vicious marketing of love towards men. You're gonna find love. You're gonna find sex. When it was almost a thin chance for most men to find it, you're just being marketed to, and then they do what they. uh, There's another great video on this where they show and demonstrate um, how they keep you engaged. So what they'll do is, how many people experience this? If you go on a dating app, when you initially go on, your your matches be like crazy. You start swiping. And it'll be match, match. Well, some of y'all don't have this. But they say they designed it this way on the algorithm. You go match, 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 match. It goes crazy. And then what happens is you start thinking you got a whole bunch of business. Then you come back the next day, the matches slow down. And you're like, damn, where's my matches, (laughs) right? And then they'll say, hey, if you buy a premium, you'll get to see who match with you. Because they'll say you got three matches, but you can't see it. So you swipe in to get to the matches. Then you run out of matches. Then you're like, damn. But Tinder Premium, you get more unlimited swipes, and then you can see who matched with you. Then you pay. Plunk, I'm going to see who matched with me. Then it'd be some woman that lives 89 miles away. Then it'd be a bot. Then it'd be somebody, none of these women respond to you. And after a few days, the matches drop. You're not getting matches anymore. You're like, damn. Three days, you're like, what happens? Well, video games do this to you well. Video games do this as well, which you'll get on the video game. Um, you'll give up playing. You'll be, let's just say you're playing Madden. Okay? You give up. I think they know. Your ass will jump on Madden, and it's touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. You're like, damn, I need, why did I stop playing this game? I'm good at it. The next game you play, you get your ass kicked. <laughs> right? And you're like, oh, shit. What happened? I thought I was good. Well, the game knows. It lets you. It lets you think you are good at it, and then the next game is tougher. Computer done, the computer then tighten up their defense on your ass. So these are all strategies that they use to market, and it's the chance of love. Guys, this is all really just marketing for a short percentage, all right, for a short percentage of uh, chance that you might find a romantic mate. Well, last point, how many of you guys, it says right here, it's easy to become addicted. To the virtual world because real life love can't compete with it. All right. Consequences of love. We talk about the consequences of love. All right. That, yeah, if love doesn't work, ninja, you be you get sued. Uh sometimes you get, you know, you lose your kids, you lose the house. There's some heavy consequences with it. And it's a game because I say men are in love, women are in business. When they find out, when a woman finds out you're in love, she takes you to business. She says, hey, let's turn into the business. Let's get married. Let's have kids. Let's buy a house. The whole marriage will. And then you end up losing in this one, inevitably, at a 50 60% rate. You're going to lose. The house is going to win. And if you do not work, you're going to have to uncommingle all of this stuff that you built together. And she's going to say, yep, I'm entitled to this. And you owe me that. Why? Because you fell in love and you married me. And therefore, you owe me, and you're like, huh? Before we got married, we didn't talk about you owe me. You said, we don't have to worry about this. We'll never get divorced. We'll never break up. We're going all to the end, happily ever after. She never mentioned anything about the business contract. But as soon as y'all break up, she's like, yep, and you owe me this, and you have to give me that, and you have to leave the house and sell the house and sell your car and sell your motorcycles. And you're like, whoa, (laughs) like chill out for a second. So anyway, that's the marketing of the love thing. That's my story right there. Let me get the super chats. It's all really marketed, especially the lonely men. A lot of you guys think you're a failure in life because number one, you can't find love from another person, another woman, or number two, you failed in love with another woman. I want you to think about this. Think about your life. Does your life suck in other areas? It could be. But most men are depressed with their life and their life is going well except for the love part. And you think you're failing because you don't have this love when in fact it is the opposite. It don't exist really. Even the people who think they have it, they ain't got it. They're not going to tell you that though. You think you're losing, but later on, you find out, here's the girls, right? Here's your love right here. Think about it. A lot of these people, this This is how they're trying to stay in love, y'all. Guys, this is a long-term couple right here. They're trying to, they're working like mad to stay in love, y'all. Think about this. They try anything. How do we... (laughs) you guys got to find where love is, your familial love, your love for your, if you have kids, the love for your job, the love for your passion, right, your purpose. Hey, what is this shit? They're trying to stay in love. They trying to trick themselves. (laughs) All right, hold on for a second. Let me see something real quick. All right, look. These people are so They're trying to trick themselves into staying in love. Look at these guys. You're lonely, and look at what your lonely night. You don't want to be lonely. Look at what you look like, bruh. Look at what you look like. This is the love you think you're missing out on right here. Is this good? Some people love this. They're like, as long as I have a partner sitting next to me, I'm good. Look how exciting they are, bruh. And they got a makeup shit to communicate and play games. Look at this, guys. Y'all, is this what you missing out on? <laughs> it's costing you money just to sit there. Is this what you're missing out on, y'all?
2: You want love? This the love you missing?
0: She got a bottle over this ninja head. She about to hit him over the head with the ace of spades. That's what you missing, fam? You want a partner? Hold on for a second. Let me get this rack right here. All right, I want to be in love, coach. This is what you're missing out right here on. <laughs> Look at this. Oh, man, if I had a girl. I need a girl who's mine. Oh, mine. I need a girl in my life. That's what you need? She hate this dude. But not only does she hate him, she would be mad if she cheat if he's cheating on her. At the same time, she hates him. Same time she mad that he cheating. She don't love this guy. She just using this ninja as a prisoner. He a prisoner. You gonna do my bidding. You ain't gonna spend my money on no whores. (laughs) She about to delete this ninja. If he has some bitches on there, and this ninja just sitting up there, look at that. Look at that scowl. Look at that scowl. Look at the jowls.
2: Look at this old, miserable bat. This what y'all missing out on? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man.
0: What a world. What a world. He paying all the bills, and he's struggling. That's his one day off, all right? And she mad that he over there doing that instead of helping the kids. You're not helping me with the kids at the swimming pool. She mad that he just wanted second to decompress. She can't do it. She's like, nope, I'm going to ruin your shit. (laughs) All right, what are we doing here? Hmm. Jed says, I got that one already. Agent Machine says, not lying. I did 10 years left and had to start from scratch with no family and friends. Never homeless, though. It was a grind, courts, family. They're useless. Useless. They're not there to help y'all. They're there to take your money. That's what they're there for. Aaron guy says, why only the good dads go through this BS? It's simple. The, the, bad, the bad dads can't be found. The, the, the Debbie dad, he don't got no paperwork. The Debbie dad don't have a job. If, if these women took Debbie dad to court, they're getting $300 in child support. If they're dealing with a Debbie broke ninja, he ain't got nothing to give them. He can't go through, they, she can't take him through the ringer now. If he does get $300 in child support, he ain't paying it. So he'll he'll go bankrupt. He'll he'll get his driver's license suspended. He don't give a fuck. He don't care. He'll get arrested, thrown in jail. He don't give a shit. So the key to the system of of how women throw good dads through the ringer is that he cares. This is the key. He cares. The guy cares about his relationship with his ex. He cares about her as a person. He cares about the kids. He cares about the house. He cares about his finances. He cares about his financial future. He cares about him going bankrupt or not. He cares about not going to jail. You see the difference? He cares about being able to use his passport. He cares about his work license that's going to get suspended. He cares, and that's how you get him. A guy that don't care about his driver's license getting suspended, he's just going to ride a bike. I'll ride a bike. I'll ride the bus. So if he care about his kids, I care about how my kids turn out. I care about my custody. That's what they use against you. And when they say you got to show up for this and show up for this and show up for this, he's going to show up. And he's going to say, your honor, can I have a few words with you? And they're going to say, nope, sit down, you deadbeat. They're going to treat him like a deadbeat. Pay your lawyer pay her lawyer, pay your child support, pay me, get the fuck out. (laughs) Guys, a lot of you are suffering with women because you care about them. That's where you suffer. You care. And that's what they use against you. They leverage that you care. The guys that don't care, that's nothing they could do to the guy. They'll try everything and he don't care. Somebody says, yep, he who cares loses. When you care, you pay
2: more. That is the secret. That's the secret to the entire thing. All right, so anyway. Somebody says another YouTube skis stole.
0: So, yeah, Debbie, Dad, Pookie, he don't give a damn. He got eight kids. He's like, I make eight kids. I got babies. I don't even know their name or their birthday. All right, shout out to Z's guitar account. Says the average girl's dating pool looks like this. One picture with parents. One with the family dog. Oh, sorry. He says the average girl's dating profile looks like this. One picture with the parents. One picture with the family dog. One of the graduation day. One on vacation somewhere in Mexico. And another tailgating with friends. Indeed. Indeed. All right. It's very strategic. Cancer email, top 10% of men get 100%, the rest get the 10% leftovers. And, yep, I hope you like banging overweight women and older women because that's what you're going to get. Z's account, guitar account, says, Coach, you got me out here calling my dudes ninjas whenever they start giving me sob stories over some mud duck that ain't even worth it, LOL. 100%. 100%. Somebody says uh, somebody says uh, the person who loves the least controls the relationship. Indeed. And so when, you're, when you find that men, men that don't fall in love with women, but the woman falls in love with him, he controls the
2: relationship. Okay. When men,
0: when men do not love the woman, but the woman falls in love with him, he's in full control of the relationship. When he falls in love with her and she falls out, it's a wrap. She's in control of the relationship, so it's an absolute fact. Guys that are somewhat indifferent, okay, come and go. Okay, leave, bitch. Do what you want to do. I don't care. Or that are indifferent, and she says, I really like you. I really, okay, baby, thank you very much. Thank you. That guy is in control of the relationship. You ever hear these women cry, and I don't even think he loves me, and I don't think she's trying to get that love from him, and he ain't giving it to her. He's in control. The guy that tells her every day, baby, I love you. It goes in one ear, out the other, and she eventually takes it for granted. And she's like, damn, he kind of creeped. Why he only love me? Yeah. Eventually, Initially, she'll like it, but over time, she won't like it. She'll be like, what? Okay. And then you'll be like, you don't tell me you love me. And you'll be like, I did yesterday. I di- you did? I did. Oh, my goodness. All right, we got we to gotta get rid of somebody right here.
2: Oh, goodness. You see that long ass message.
0: (laughs) I knew miscellaneous was a troll. I knew you were. I knew you were. I knew you were a trouble. I knew you were trouble when you were here. Which are I got a solution. You see this ninja with that big ass shit. Now watch this.
2: He said, what's your solution? (laughs) Acting as if I gave no
0: solution. And that's the sad part about it is you ninjas are hard headed and you don't hear. I literally gave you tons of solutions in here. I literally said, if you focus on the love of the other things, your family, remember I said that, but you didn't hear that you earwax ninja. I literally said that that's a solution, the love of yourself, the love of your family. That's more important than the romantic love. I literally said that, but of course you didn't hear it. The message is in there. Then I said, free agent lifestyle. I wrote a whole book. I literally had a whole motivational video on surviving homelessness. You ninjas can't, you hear what you want to hear. And what you do is I give you a solution and you don't like it. So just say you don't like it. You don't like the solutions I gave you, but they're in there. I gave you the solutions. You just want to fall in love. If you don't like the solutions, just say you don't like the solutions. But they were there. I gave clear, (laughs) clear distinctions of what you need to do along the way. What was a myth? What was reality? I said, let's get to reality. And you still didn't want to listen to the solutions. They were clearly in there. Just say you don't like the solutions and move on.
2: It's simple. Man, that's wild.
0: I have three books. Go ahead and find it. There's solution in the books. But what you want to find is me pointing out the problems and not the solution. I point out the problem. I give you the solution. You don't like it. And then you say, I didn't give you the solution. <laughs> it's, it's so sad. And it, it pains me because I spend all this time talking. And then you will still say, well, what's the solution? <laughs> what the fuck? Mm. What the hell? I mean, really? Like you can't be this like. You can't be this ignorant. But, you know, people are, I, I've, I've been talking and talk, the dating apps, they're scams. They've been sued. Probably not do dating apps unless you just want to hook up. Likelihood of you finding love is find something else to do. Wow. You're just preaching doom and gloom. No, I'm bursting your fantasy bubble, and you didn't like it. I gave you a solution. But you wanted the solution to be what? Fall in love? (laughs) You wanted the solution for me to be like, well, you'll fall in love forever. Is that what you wanted me to say?
2: All right. Man, it's so weird, man. Just say your feelings are hurt and move on.
0: Shout out to Monte. Monte says, Coach, if dating apps are a scam, how am I supposed to to get some peace leave. Well, you can get some on there, but you gotta be at you gotta lower your you gotta lower your uh idea of what you're gonna meet out there. You're gonna meet a lot of mud ducks, mud sharks, all right, fat women. You're gonna bang a lot of sloppy broads. That's what's on there. Don't think that you're gonna meet a model or a baddie. Not on Tinder, you're not. Did you see the numbers on Tinder? And he's still mad at me. Dating apps are just for to bang ugly broads or mid-broads. That's what you're going to meet. Every now and then, if you're a top 10% man, you're going to date and bang all of them. That's what's happening. But you're going to waste a ton of time. You're not about to find, by the way, you're not about to find a, 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 a woman that's top tier on them apps. <laughs> that's what you ain't going to do. But the object of your desire in this life here, here's a solution. Listen, it's not women solution. What is your achievement, your passions, your hobby solution? Listen, listen, solution, your family, who you love, these people, your coworkers, what you put your, that's, that's where your. that's where the secret is for men, not women. I also said most men are depressed because they don't have the woman they love when that's only a small equation and the chance of it is is slim to none the s- chances of it is slim to none <laughs> but here you go putting everything in this myth that is n- here's a solution i said love only lasts and i showed you data 18 months tops tops It's going to go away. That passion is going to go away. I want her soul. It's going to go away. That want to hold her and be around her. It's going to go away. Now what? You better have a companion. You better not think you're going to be fucking like crazy. It's not going to happen. So what do you do now? I told you a hundred things you can do. But yeah, these Disney raised ninjas be mad as hell. They mad. All right, shout out to Maryland guy. You ever notice, you don't ever see homeless women out there for too long, he says, because they're put in a shelter, no one cares about men. Yeah, you don't see unless they're really drugged out, and that's going to be their choice to stay in that homeless shelter. All right, Michigan got a score here. All right, we, we need a shoot at the end here. Maryland guy says, yeah, you don't see homeless women that much, and that's because when they're out there, they're considered, we need to protect them. Men, not so much. In fact, most homeless shelters will not take men. If it comes between men, I mean, women and children, they're going to take the women and children before they take men. Mr. B says, just wanted to thank you. I just hit 4,000 watch hours after a year of grinding on YouTube, currently at 13,000 subs. Now fully monetized. One of your old blue chip streams was the reason I started YouTube. Thanks for all of the gems and inspiration. Salute, brother. Shout out to you. Shout out your channel. That's incredible. That's incredible. All right, and look at what it took to get the 4,000 watch hours, 13,000 subs. Yes, the watch hours are the hardest thing to get. So you will find that even when you get the subs, that's just the beginning. You got to get them watch hours. Shout out to our brother here down to stand up. Did I get this one already? I did. Appreciate you. Wow. All right, uh, Washington is in trouble here. All right, they're about to get scored on, so they going to need to pull it together. Shout out to Z's guitar account. Coach, you got me out. Sorry, he says, I've noticed marriages eventually turn into the wife taking on a mother's role for the husband. Give him a curfew, ask him who he's hanging out with, manage all the finances, telling him what he can and can't buy. It's wild. Indeed. Oh, by the way, when a mother becomes, when a woman becomes a mother, you're going to become one of the kids. Mm. When a woman becomes a mother, she's going to look at you like one of the kids. She'll start even saying this. She's going to start saying, you're just like one of these kids. Because she'll be she's going to try, she's going to start mothering, and uh, you're going to start annoying her. And then you're going to not pick up your socks. And then your communications are going to be Your communications are going to be more centered around her nagging at you. Like her telling you, I just feel like I'm just monitoring you like one of the kids. Guys, that marriage is over. Mm. Hey, man, that marriage is gone. You ain't never coming back from that. (laughs) I don't care how many socks you pick up. I don't give a shit if you start. Yep, here we go. I don't care if you start. There goes the touchdown right there. We need a shootout here at the end. I don't care what you do, guys. It's a wrap. Just to let you know, you're not coming back from that ever again. Even your girlfriend. If your girlfriend does that, I got to do everything for you. And she sits you down, and she makes you fill out your paperwork. And there's there's a lot of responsible guys, but they seem to never marry those guys. They always marry the irresponsible guy because for some reason, it tugged at her heartstring. Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast. The responsible guys intimidate women. Responsible guys intimidate women. So if you're a guy and you got your closet, I had a woman over the other day. She went to my closet. She was like, damn, your closet is very organized. If you got an organized closet, she comes to your house, everything's clean. You have all your shoes in the shoe rack. You have a key, you have a key little key jar. You go in there in the pantry and everything's organized. She going to be sitting up there like, bruh. Mm. She don't know what to do. You got all your money distributed in your account. All your bills are paid. Your counter is clean. (laughs) Your shirts are organized in color by color shade. She going to run. She going to run. She going to be like, oh, shit. Oh, this dude got
2: OCD. <laughs> She's
0: not going to know what to do. She wants to be around a guy that she feels needs her. She wants the chaos. Yep, you don't need me. I feel like you don't need me. Nope, I don't need you. I got my maid that comes over. I got my meal prep plan. I know how to cook. I know how to do the laundry. I fold my clothes. She thinks those guys are bad. Yep, my car's clean. I got my shit armor all. She gonna walk around like, what can I do? And you will find out she she doesn't she can't do much. There's nothing that she can do for you. So then you start looking at her like, okay, what else do you do? And she's like, well, I think, I think I want a relationship. What else do you do? Okay, what else do you do? Okay, you can fuck and you can be around and you can hold my hand and you can say you like me. You can say you love me. What else? <laughs> they don't like it they like it where pookie drives her car around she buys a new car pookie gets the car and drives it around then she tell all her friends and he'd be driving my car around girl you letting him drive his car yeah girl don't let him drive your car oh it'll be okay she likes that shit they'll go for that bruh They'll go for that. They'll marry that guy, then complain about him. I mean, you're just a child. I've been having to do everything. And what would you do without me? You never go to the dentist. You never go to the doctor. But I'd be sitting over here like, okay, I went to the dentist. They're like, damn. Who booked your dentist appointment? I did. This is on my schedule. My personal
2: assistant booked it. What? <laughs> they don't
0: have nothing for you. They will find that they like, okay, I don't know what. I don't know where to get in to fit in. And the uglier and fatter and sloppier they are, or normy they are, they're always gonna pick the guy that that she believes needs her, and he'll be rough around the edges, arguing. Oh, I, I was at the football stadium, and uh, this woman was with a guy. It was a Latina gir- girl and a black guy. They they were kind of fringy, you know, rough around the edges. And she's like, no, it's over here, sitting over here. And we're sitting over here. And he's like, no, it's over here. They go halfway down the stairs, they come back up. And he's like, no, we're sitting over here. And she's like, I told you, they like that. As much as they're going to complain about that, they like that. But if you knew where you were going under control and you just said, just shut up and follow me, and you were right, they don't know what to do with that. They want you to be wrong. See, I told you, you didn't know, and you was walking the other way, and I told you, and you didn't listen to me. They want that. But if you're like, oh, I'm over here with these seats over here where nobody else can get to, they got my name on the seat.
2: They're like, hmm. He got all this shit together.
0: <laughs> they want someone to complain about. In fact, you will find that. You will find. The funny thing is in relationships, okay, if, if you're, and I'm that guy. I'm the guy where I don't need much help. I'm not going to lean on women for help. So they often find it difficult and they try to nitpick where they have the problems. but um, And then they nitpicking over little bullshit. You're like, okay, he had no vices. He did no drugs. I'm pretty sure my ex's attorney one day was like, okay, all right, tell me about his porn addiction. Tell me about all the drugs he did. Tell me about all the affairs. Tell me about all the times he gambled all your money away. Tell me about all the times, and she's sitting up there, well, he's never gambled, and he doesn't gamble. He's just boring. He just sits at home. He never goes out. I've never caught him cheating. I never, he never beat me. He never, they're like, what else can we use? (laughs) He came home. He's very regimented. He's disciplined. He, He just comes home and sits on his computer. There's no need, and they don't know what to do. They don't know what dirt. He don't do drugs. He don't smoke weed. He don't drink alcohol. Here's the shootout I needed. He don't drink alcohol. He don't have side bitches. They don't know. They're like, what is wrong with this guy? There's a lot of guys. Most guys are like that. They're just boring, regimented, um, disciplined. They come home at a certain time. And women be like, they don't like that guy. They hate that guy. They hate a regimented guy. They hate a disciplined guy. Why? Because she got to be better. They got to be better. Anyway, he's too boring. He's boring. Anyway, they hate boring men. Now, when I say they, we're talking about the majority of women. There are some women who like boring men. Unfortunately, they're all old and overweight. (laughs) <laughs> They're all old and overweight. He said, "Coach, got the over." You know I <laughs> right? You know I got the over, and I'm sitting here panicking right now. But I'm way off, so I'm. It sucks. I took the over. You know I did. I need a shootout here. I need a back. Oh, look at this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm struggling over here. I'm not gonna get the over. It's too late.
2: It's only five minutes left. Fuck. All right. Anyway, I need a shootout. I need. I need a shootout. I need three touchdowns. Oh man.
0: Damn. All right. JUCO gonna be. Uh, JUCO gonna be light this month. Y'all ninjas need the super chat. What the fuck? All right. All right, look at this shit. Oh my lord. Anyway, they shaving points. You know, man. (laughs) I need four touchdowns. I definitely need three touchdowns. I'm screwed, dear. I need three touchdowns in five minutes. I need them to tie the game. I need two touchdowns by Washington. I need them to score, onside kick, score, overtime, score, back and forth, score. Jesus. (laughs) Juco, hey, man, I'm going to be out here with no women. I'm going to have to jump on Tinder. Get in there. Oh, pass interference. All right, let me get these super chats here. Did I get Z guitar? I did. All right, let me go sulk now. (laughs) It's possible. I need Washington to score twice here. I mean, I need them to score twice. Unanswered. Go to overtime. This is me with my scenarios. All right, yeah, the fix is in. I think the money was heavy on the over. If they don't get this, yeah, man, it's a wrap. All right, I'm done, man. Look, I'm done. All right, I'm done with this stream. Let me go sulk. Now now girls ain't going to get their rent. Now, girls ain't going to get no buying fixes. Uh, CEO of Buying Fixers is not available this week. I'm in a buying name. <laughs> All right. I can't fix this, no buyings. And I can't pay child support or nothing. I knew what I was going to do with these winnings. All right. Anyway, shout out to the coach gang. And we'll see you tomorrow. We out. Peace.